Is this Sammy's moment? Is this Sammy's time? Can Sammy Zayn deliver the moment Montreal is waiting for? So this is No Sold, episode 38. Here we are again, back with the East-West connection. We're on the roads to WrestleMania. Frank, how are you feeling on the West side? Feeling great. Um, I think WrestleMania is going to be whack, but I'm into the storyline. <laughs> I'm into this main oh. event storyline. Oh, good. Oh, I'm loving it. You're talking about especially Cody when, Rhodes? Especially when Sammy gets thrown into it. But, you know, we'll see. <laughs> We're still holding on hope. Duke, yeah, how are yeah. you feeling on the east side? Like $1 million, baby. Cody Rhodes heading into the main event of WrestleMania. Only Cody Rhodes without Sammy <laughs> Zayn. <laughs> without face. No spoilers. Right. Cody Rhodes no spoilers. will face actually the winner of the uh, big main event that we're going to talk about between Roman Reigns and Sammy Zayn. That's right. Elimination Chamber 2023 just went down. We're going to review the show, talk about it, get some reaction. Uh, five matches, not a lot of crammed in stuff. So we had a, a nice amount of time dedicated to each match. Well, almost every match. We'll talk about one that was a little shorter. Uh, before we do that, let's talk about last week real quick. We covered the Macho Man, Randy Savage. I thought that was super fun. Got a lot of feedback, uh, especially through Spotify and, and Apple Podcast downloads. Quick shout out, Singapore. Lots of streams. Don't know who's listening to us in Singapore, but we appreciate it. Belgium. And for whatever reason, a big, big breakthrough in Chicago. Anybody know anybody in Chicago? Damn, he's listening. <laughs> it's your boy, right? He's going to make it happen. Maybe it's punk. Or Maybe manifesting. Philip Brooks. Philip Brooks. Maybe Phil's a big listener, of, uh, big listener <laughs> of the of the show. <laughs> yeah, we we could only hope. And but, who's uh, this? Who's this? AJ Lee? Do we know her? I don't know. I, I, I've heard of She's her. She's a fan, yeah. apparently. Yeah. AJ Brooks, is it now? <laughs> April Brooks. She's Macho using the, the handle A A Y J A Y L E E. When I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So we did cover the Macho Man, and I wanted to just. Um, quickly mention uh Shawn Michaels and the Macho Man had a match on an old UK rampage Duke you probably remember it on one of those yep. giant tapes that we would see yep and uh that's a match between that one and his his match with uh Brett when Saturday night's main event we didn't really talk about working with those two goats and just kind of glossed over some of the other little feuds yeah. and matches that Mach had of course we couldn't cover it all but our Roman Zern pointed out a lot of um forgotten feuds forgotten matches that uh macho man had so i wanted to just quickly mention those sick yeah i mean that's what happens when you're around for so long you know like he he probably fought so many more guys like mm -hmm. so many more like interesting like matches that we forgot about like i'm sure he fought steve austin on like a saturday night or something you know like he did actually yeah <laughs> there you go yeah. you know what i mean like stuff like regal I'm mm -hmm. sure he fought Regal. Like, I remember him fighting Scott Norton. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he was around for so long. And he was 
that's the thing about Mach, not to gush over him any further, but like he would actually work with those kind of guys, which I always admired about him. Yeah, for sure. And Ed chimed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to mention real quick because Edge said his favorite match was Savage versus Steamboat, WrestleMania 3. His favorite opponent for Savage was Ric Flair. And his best feud was with DDP. Mm-hmm. So uh, kind of in line with the ones we talked about. And yeah, uh, they're, they're kind of interchangeable. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I think uh, the DDP one is just like a later, you know, yeah. it was like later in his career. So I think people mm-hmm. like it slips their mind, maybe you know, mm-hmm. and it's not as like iconic, maybe. Yeah, and especially yeah. like, not. and if yeah. you're like an older fan, like you think about like the flare and like you yeah. know, like Steamboat, you know, yeah, but sure. that's like your like prime time, Frank. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. of course, yep. Yeah, and uh, Zern also chimed in. He gave a top 25, his favorite macho matches. Uh, yeah. And uh, Slash Feuds. Yeah, it's the best Slash Feuds. But um, <laughs> you can check that out in the YouTube comments. But there's a lot that you you kind of forget. Once again, like Mach covered all the decades. It feels like he worked with all these different generations of guys. And you look mm-hmm. at a guy like, okay, he fought Andre the Giant, but he also fought doink the clown and he also yeah, fought yeah, yeah, yeah. like just such a, a wide array of opponents and then we'll always something that's kind of cool like when you think about this because like you know the giant paul white like he doesn't really wrestle anymore but he's not exactly retired either but like mm-hmm. to think that you know he's been around so long and like Mach worked with andre and like the giant like yeah. that's pretty cool you know like mm-hmm. That is cool. That's, it's it's definitely like two right. different <laughs> generations, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, also, uh, Ed, he, he kind of gave his suggestion uh, with these spotlight episodes we do. He said he'd love to see us do an episode on the Four Horsemen. Ooh. Spotlight right. the Horsemen. Mr. Perfect. Obvious, yeah. right? Frank. Possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the one that goes without saying, he also wrote, obviously, Bret Hart. So... We'll I don't to, know uh, that we'll get the Brett. Yeah, <laughs> it's like kind of. Like, that'll be like a month long series. That's like four out of ten. Yeah, yeah. four out of ten. I don't know. That yeah, we. I don't know that. Four we'll downloads ever possible. Cover. We could do a whole episode on Brett being a hater since we're talking. <laughs> yeah, and that'd be a great episode. Uh, we, could, we could do a whole episode on Brett's greatest <laughs> Goldberg insults. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our top Brett's ten Goldberg insults. Top ten Brett hater comments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like that would you definitely could find be, him uh, too. There's definitely 10 for sure easily, easily. But yeah, I wanted to talk about that. And we got some other good feedback, but we thank you for that. Uh, point, continue point to listen. Size Dean Malenko. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to talk about Brett's hate for Dean Malenko. Oh, Poor man. Dean, man, you gotta love Dean right now, man. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, he's the man. Um, but that was March, that was last week. So this is episode 38. This is current times, Frank's favorite time of the year, WrestleMania season. He's a big mm-hmm. WWE guy right now. Oh, for sure. Uh, we all are. But let's get into it because we want to uh, give it the proper time. This was just over the weekend, February 18th, Bell Center, Montreal, Quebec, <clears throat> Canada. 17,271 people, a sellout for that little mm-hmm. S arena. But um, they still sold it out. You got Michael Cole and, and Frank's boy, Corey Graves, on commentary. One of the best in the game. Yep. Uh, no, um, Pat McAfee. I guess that was like a one, one and done. Has he been doing SmackDown? I feel like I've been watching, but I don't remember. I don't think he has. Right since the Rumble. I'm not sure. 
Not sure. Like, was, I don't feel like he's back. It was just a yeah. Rumble. I think the rumble was kind of like a one-time deal. I think he'll probably be back. I'm sure, like Mania or oh, something. Yeah. But <clears throat> I just couldn't remember. But Pat McAfee's kind of a big deal. He is crazy. Gets right? a pun- reaction a like it. Former <laughs> former punter, yes. Got to be the most successful punter of all time, right? Like yeah. as far as crossover. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, like not. In I the mean, NFL, I but, I actually but. don't hate him. Like, and I, he is like athletic and stuff. So like, it's whatever. Like, I'd rather hear him than Corey Graves. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Uh, uh, yeah, not they're both that saying shit because I yeah, think exactly. all the commentary is just so brutal right now. Like. Yeah, that guy on Raw, man. Oof. Yeah, like I had oh, hope I for him just because I didn't know anything about him, so I saw him. And I was like, okay, yeah, he has an accent. It, yeah, it could be. He's cool. not Michael Cole, so that's <laughs> yeah, exactly good, you yeah. know. But, yeah, yeah. So we we have Graves and Cole on commentary. The crowd, I just got to go right into it. This crowd was hot right from the start and to mm-hmm. the end, and I got to give props to the Montreal crowds, which are always pretty good in history. I feel like wrestling crowds in Montreal always pretty hot this was no different and um they started the show with the women's elimination chamber match and you know they had two chamber matches two actual chamber matches on this pay-per-view in the first one so this is actually to be the number one contender to face bianca belair so this is all raw women correct mm-hmm. no smackdown women in this match but we had asuka who I think was the odds on favorite going into the match. Definitely favorite. Yeah, big time favorite. <clears throat> okay. We had uh Carmella, the recently returning Carmella. Mm-hmm. Don't know how she got in this match. <laughs> Ra- Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Natty Nightheart. That's the group that we put in this chamber. You know, we'll get into some spots and uh you guys can certainly talk about your thoughts on the match and little details and i just gotta say right off the bat the chamber has changed over the years right okay yeah so like i was i thought that too and i was like have i just not been as observant because like it's way taller the (laughs) shape of it is different it's not just like that wasn't it like a circle mostly or like maybe some kind of like octagonish shape you know what i mean now it's like i don't even know what that yeah when it started i think it was a circle yeah right it's like an oval now because i remember rvd climbing to the top of the the, the you know one of the cells or whatever and like like mm-hmm. having to like crouch over because there wasn't yes like enough. now it's like yep. it's so high yeah he couldn't stand, stand up I, I know exactly right. what you're talking about you know yeah and now it's yep. like they have plenty of room up there it's like they made they adjust it's kind of like hell in a cell remember like that cage used to be like just kind of like a shit shitty cage and now it's like this yeah. big old thing you know nobody climbs out yeah. of it yeah so yeah, I mean, it's, I think that's like the um the trade off. Like they don't want people on top of it anymore, so they just make it so massive die. now. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like ridiculous. Like yeah, Darby would yeah. jump off it. Yeah, Cody certainly would. would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it's just it's more of the um like clean WWE yeah. look they give it. You know, mm-hmm. everything looks so nice and neat, but um, it's the chamber. It doesn't seem as like dangerous as the old ones. It doesn't. Do. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's like it's weird how just they made it. Well, look... it's also when you do it fucking twice yeah. a year, yeah. what, it doesn't mean anything, you know, like mm-hmm. that's one thing off the bat. Like it's like, OK, here's a women's and a men's. 
Mm-hmm. And then we'll have money in the bank, and here's a women's and a men's. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have a Royal Rumble and a women's. It's like, geez. War games, women's like, men's. Yeah, like, come on. And it's no offense to either women or men. It's just like, it doesn't mean anything because yeah. it's around so much, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like back in the day, kids listening that don't know about cage matches, cage matches were, you know, that was like to end a feud. Yeah. It yeah. was like, you know, the only way to keep managers out or like, you know, if you had stable mates, you know, it was to end a blood feud. Like it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was a serious thing. It was a last resort. Like, yeah. It's like so overdone. Like, and like, that's the thing, you know, we're, we're, we see it all the time and like, it's in, almost impossible to get like new spots for these matches now that are safe anyway you know like you could sure like jump off the top of it you know but like we saw the same spot several times in one match not to jump ahead but no i'm glad you brought that up actually because one of the first notes i had and one of the things i wanted to mention for both of these matches in general was like i feel like as a wrestling fan for this many years and you guys as well like we've seen pretty much everything there is to Mm -hmm. see in a match and we've even seen like the formula in these kind of matches Mm -hmm. like you know when a guy or a girl gets their stuff in they get they're they're the next one out you know like it's just the same formula it's just like in a rumble you get your stuff in you're the next one out you see it from a mile away so with that being said it's it's a little predictable but it's about the stuff how can they make us care within the match how can we get like Mm -hmm. a little drama built and we'll talk about if they did or did not do that Right off the bat, I did think this match was overall, you know, pretty decent success, yeah. all things considered, in it for an elimination, elimination chamber match. But um, you know, and it's not necessarily about the predictability because Frank, you picked Asuka to win the rumble. I think you we yeah. all did, or at least yeah, uh, yeah, you guys much. did, maybe. Well, not the rumble. Uh, we picked Rhea Ripley to win the rumble and then Asuka to win. Uh, that's right. sorry yeah but um we did we did see her winning this and it's just about how do we get there and we'll see if you guys felt like this was compelling enough uh along the way because we kind of figured oscar would get it done Mm -hmm. uh one of the things that i did have circled was a spot with uh raquel rodriguez and nikki cross the spot through the pod it's been done talk about things how do you invent new new spots what do you guys think of that well, I'll tell you, first of all, my issue with Raquel Rodriguez, and I noticed it especially during this match, they keep going, the powerhouse, Raquel, the powerhouse. She could barely lift up Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. You know, like she was like struggling with these girls. And I'm like, you can't tell me she's the powerhouse in the same division with Rhea Ripley, who looks mm-hmm. like a monster, with Bianca, who's like. Bianca's stronger than she is. Way stronger. 100%. And way more jacked, too. Like, yep. I hate the flexing of her back as her entrance. Like, and your back does- is not even impressive. Once upon a time. She did have a big back. Yeah. She's like really leaned out though now. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so I I dude, I thought the same thing. She comes out, does her little back thing. I'm like, there's nothing even in there, man. Like, know, what are yeah. we doing? You know, yeah. like she did have two women saw... over her um shoulders at one point, I believe, which is she, somewhat yeah, impressive. Sure. John Cena did three, I think. <laughs> so it's sort of like, you know, like whatever. Well, he but... did the big show and like edge. Yeah, I think right. once, didn't yeah. He? yeah. Oh wow, yeah. That's that was crazy. a mania, I think, right? Remember when yeah, Rick Boogs tried to do it? Not... Oh. 
Sorry, oh, yeah, he killed his whole shit. <laughs> but whole Frank shit. called it. Frank's like, he's not as strong as he thinks. I'm like, nah, dude, he's <laughs> well, so strong. What? And he got it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like game. Like, uh, but no, I, I completely agree with you, Frank. Like, they present her as like this powerhouse, and she's not, even in the mm-hmm. division, like you said. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, exactly. it's There's like a picture. When, the big, there was like a picture of just like them backstage, and it's Bianca, Rhea Ripley, and Raquel all flexing. And it's like mm-hmm. those two other girls look way more jacked than her, even in that picture. And I'm like, stop doing yeah. this powerhouse thing, you know? Like, get back, yeah. get back to that shape if you were there. But exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. stands, it's like you're not that person. But anyway, so that was like my issue right away because I'm just like, there's this powerhouse. I'm like, don't even, you don't even have to do that. She's barely bigger than some of those girls. And then it's like, you know, she's not so impressive, but yeah, you know. I guess she's getting her little little bit of a push. Not even really. It's weird, right? Because they kind of have her in the middle. They kind of book her like sometimes she's she got pinned with. Uh, I, w- I won't skip ahead, but it took two took two women to get her out of there yeah. um, simultaneously. That's but just I do kind wanna... of how it is, though. In WWE, like there's there's top people, mm-hmm. and then everyone else is mid. There's like four yeah. top people, and then everyone else is mid card. You yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. currently. It you know it's like Rhea and um, Bianca and Charlotte are the so, top, mm-hmm. and everybody else is middle until they say otherwise. You know, yep. mm-hmm. and it's the same thing for like the main event in the mm-hmm. WWE. That's my biggest criticism of them, like their lack of like storytelling or even mm-hmm. even bothering with like these mid card feuds because you you've proven now that you can make a compelling product because. We we all watch this event for the main event because mm-hmm. you made us care, even if we weren't invested in the people involved because of good storytelling. Mm-hmm. And you can do good storytelling. You just choose not to. Yeah. You choose to pick two people, and that's that. You know. Well, the one good thing about the bloodline is it drips and spills over into other stories. So they are kind of giving the rub to um, other guys not only the main events you have the usos that are branching off with things and it's it spills out so i mean whatever solo ends up doing right but what about the other 80 fucking two people on the roster yeah that aren't doing anything well they don't define the divisions well enough either and we'll have to get to that like you said every there's the two main eventers or four main eventers and then there's everybody else Mm -hmm. quote unquote and it means like seth rollins going for the united states title as far as i understood seth rollins has headlined wrestlemania he's been a world why so what is he is he you know is he a main eventer still is he in the mid card i don't know what how they define these divisions you know yeah it's kind of weird but let's get back to the women's real quick um because Liv morgan and natty started off the match i kind of jumped ahead but it was Liv morgan and natty and rodriguez was in third so i did want to talk about some of her feats of strength or you know lack there i want to point out though natty getting that pop for the sharpshooter it was cool mm-hmm. to see. You see, she went for the move, mm-hmm. and it was like good. the crowd went nuts, and it was like, all right, that's cool. Now you still get some respect, even if yeah, that's a shame to her. because like Natty is such a like grizzled veteran, but like she was never like over, Mm-mm. you know. Like besides Canada, like she was yeah. never really, even when like she's been champion, but like she was never really over. You know, yeah. it's a shame. I know it's true. Uh, I've always had love for Natty, but you're you're probably right about that. Um, Nikki Cross was in fourth. She she had a cross a, a cross body. 
from the top of one of the pods, Frankie, you were talking about how she could stand up right and just, you yeah. know, do the dive onto waiting for three or four women waiting for her that, to catch that, her. That, that was another big issue. And it's like, I, I'm not that guy to complain about like people waiting for yeah. you to come, you know, mm-hmm. cause it happens. I get it. That's the game nowadays. But some of them were like, we'll get to it, especially in the men's where it's just like, <laughs> all right, guys, we're all waiting. It's like, walk away. Yeah. This guy can yeah. so you know looking I mean? like bowling pins. Yeah, but it was a it was a dangerous one. The one you're talking about later, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, the Nikki Carmella... Cross thing, though, the yeah, biggest sorry. thing about Nikki Cross. Sorry to cut you off. Um, but like the biggest thing that I was impressed with with that spot is that she actually hit, because as we know, her aim isn't that great. You know, throwing titles, right. trying she's to a, get in the trash and stuff. Yeah. But like she actually hit her target, which was pretty impressive this time. She did land. I'm gonna. I'll be honest. It was a I'm nice. Not crossbody it was nice everybody uh she landed nicely on all the people waiting mm-hmm. but i feel like uh she was really freaking out and you know, angry at the pod itself and i and they're playing up her uh insane gimmick and i just still <laughs> don't know crazy, what the, john i don't I, know if you knew that she's nuts i'm still trying to figure it out um people got a lot of love for her man I just and people dude, people got a lot of love for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could find a section of the internet that'll tell you everybody's the greatest wrestler they've ever That's fucking true. seen. You know, wait, it's have you like... found a, the corner of the internet that tells you Carmella is? <laughs> yeah, I... yeah, dude. She, Carmella is so underrated. Fit. She deserves so much better. Uh, does she have dude, a fan base? I think Carmella. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure she does. You know, like sometimes I get it. You know, like um, people love Liv Morgan, and it's like. She's an attractive young woman, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, there's a lot of dudes that like her because she's cute. I like I get that, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like then there's like other like phenomenons, like not that Nikki's ugly or anything, but she's very average yeah, she's just, looking, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. like, what the hell am I missing on this? Like Nikki Cross bandwagon. I don't hate her or anything, but I'm like, that's your hill to die on like Nikki Cross. Like that's what right. you're you know, right. like. It's just well, interesting yeah, to me. There is a, like you said, there's a group of fans. Must um, be the uh, Scottish contingent. <laughs> mm. So Carmella, I mentioned her quickly. She was out fifth. Uh, she attempted to pin Natty and and Liv, but they <clears throat> they both kicked out. I feel like with Carmella, her voice, man, it was tra- it was yeah, carrying so through annoying. that chamber. Yeah, <laughs> and it yeah. was. I know that's her gimmick, but that's her gimmick for sure. Yeah. You know, the thing with her, too, like what I didn't love during the match, even the announcers talked about it, was that like she's like egging on Asuka the whole time. Yeah. It's like she's going to come. She's going to come out like in the match. You know what I mean? Like and then she's like running from everybody. Like, I know she's doing that sneaky, but it's like, why even antagonize the most dangerous girl? Like for out of for no reason. You know what I mean? Like right. It was just odd to me. And the commentary was talking about well, even Gray's playing up that that's his wife. But like, yeah. You know, I just thought it was like odd decision making on her part. What did you guys think yeah. of um every person in the match going around to each individual pod beforehand? <laughs> yeah, wasn't yeah. that original and cool? Yeah. yeah, it was. It was cool the first time uh, back in two thousand three or whatever it was. Um, I did not originality mention... in this match. <laughs> yeah, I did not mention that uh, Raquel Rodriguez. She did pin Nikki Cross after that. I think it was after the crop cross body press she was she was hurt she, she was down she, and out no she slammed her through the the glass oh right through the through the other yeah that the was the pod. other spot yeah, 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 right yeah, yeah. yeah she slammed her through the pod and then it took three minutes but then she pulled her out and pinned her 
forgot. So, yeah. So that was the other big spot. Out. And Michael and Cole I did, said she kicked out actually. And Grace was like, no, she didn't. And I was like, oh, we <laughs> couldn't see it. It's like, what are you looking at? Oh, that's like, the one that they it. missed. Is yeah. that the one they missed? Yeah. Right. They were showing a replay, that was right? Ridiculous. They were like, like she kicked on, out. Man. And Grace was like, she didn't. Dump is usually pretty good with that too. That that's pretty pathetic to miss that, you know. Yeah, they showed the replay like five times. That's why from 17 yeah. different angles. Yeah, but yeah. and you, you know, I, I did mention that spot earlier because I have it circled. But the the through the pod spot, like at this point, it's like a four millimeter plexiglass that we're going through. <laughs> yeah. Whereas before, I think it was Goldberg and Jericho, whoever it was back yeah. in the day, that was a real yeah. dangerous yeah. fault like type of spot, you know. So now I'm at this cool point, with just, them like making it safer and stuff but like be original you know like there's so much more to do i'm sure you know like why do you have to do like in this match alone like how many times do we see someone's head getting pushed through yeah like the chain big ass clay yeah 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 like that's cool if you see it once it doesn't mean anything when it happened to both chambers nice and even yeah like come on yeah of course of course symmetry is important in the wwe like it's so stupid like do something original man like well what about the Liv morgan uh sunset flip power bomb off of uh oscar's pod at one point i think she did it on rodriguez who was on the middle rope Mm -hmm. anyway yeah i think we've seen it but yeah, it was cool. I'm not mad at it, especially for Liv Morgan, because I feel like mm-hmm. doing something like that's like punching above her weight, kind of, you know. So like yeah. for her to like pull that off and it looked mostly good, you know, I was okay. L- like, listen, we're like kind of being haters, but like I had fun enough with this match. Yeah, like yeah, spot, yeah. It was a spot fest for sure. It wasn't bad by any means. Um, you know, like I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was. I was kind of like first few minutes, like kind of not even paying attention, thinking it was going to be like nonsense. You know what I mean? Like kind of not giving it a hundred percent. But then I was like, let me give them the credit then i was like oh i was like pleasantly surprised it didn't like change my life or anything but it was fun enough that's exactly how i felt and i i want to talk about yeah we're kind of being negative nancy's but overall i, I don't think we're match. being i don't like that though i don't like that narrative where when you have an opinion you're being a hater like well, this match no, i'm just saying we're being crabby to jump but i don't think yeah. it's all crabby sure so like, like yeah, is it crabby or is it just being real man like mm-hmm. if 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 we see something over and over again what fucking why is it special yeah, yeah right yeah. are you ever gonna re-watch this match again are you gonna be like man no. i gotta show you guys no. this classic ass <laughs> elimination chamber, chamber from <laughs> elimination well, no. chamber well that plays that it. like really changed my life you know like <laughs> yeah. it's not being a hater man like right. if in the comments somebody's like oh man this match really changed my life i'd love to hear it you know right. it's <laughs> Lack of well, maybe they've never seen maybe they've never seen some of the earlier chamber matches and we this plays into my earlier point that we've seen everything as fans like we mm-hmm. are so we're so conditioned to to the formula of these matches not that we're smart we've just been watching it so long we're yeah, just yeah. it's second nature to us to watch this I stuff was you know super hype as shit for the main event and i've Absolutely. seen it before so right. it's just lack of storytelling lack of effort and lack of originality that's all it is that's well, what the WWE is missing right now. You yeah. said formula. They have mm-hmm. a formula that they follow because they just want to hit that bottom line. They just want to make that money. They don't fucking try anymore. Yeah. With certain elements of the show. Yeah. You're, they you're they try with the main, the main event. event. Yeah, the, That's they try it. The main event. And yeah, exactly. bro, the main event's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I was saying. Did we see enough during this match to um, sort of just justify the predictability of Asuka coming out on top, which is a spoiler, but let's get through it. Uh, 
Liv Morgan was eliminated by stereo submissions. Natty and Asuka applied uh, the sharpshooter and the uh, the Asuka lock at the same time. <laughs> Liv Morgan passed yeah. out. It's yeah. one way to get her out. And uh, shortly after, Carmella and Asuka kind of teamed up and, and double teamed uh, Raquel Rodriguez. They pinned her simultaneously. So it takes a couple girls at once to eliminate mm-hmm. another girl. Uh, Natty went out next. Uh, and it was Carmella actually, which yeah, Carmella. Carmella, you know, Carmella and Asuka, I don't know. It's a strange pairing, total opposites, but Carmella wanted that smoke. She got it. Cause they were the last two in there mm-hmm. and there was some, you know, decent drama, I guess enough with Natty being in there at the end. I started to wonder, maybe they'll finally maybe push her to the moon, but <laughs> it was, it was not to be Asuka no. tapped, Asuka tapped Carmella out. It didn't take too much longer uh, after they eliminated. Um, no, for sure. Yeah, it was. It was. I think the total time for each match was well over twenty minutes. This one almost hit twenty minutes. Nineteen minutes thirty seconds. Asuka came out on top. She's going on the WrestleMania to face Bianca Belair, which should be really fun. Um, and the crowd was really involved in this match, like you said, Frank. It was initially something I'm like watching, sort of, you know, side eyed, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is the chamber. There's only five matches on the slate. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Let me let me yeah. watch it. Let me get into it. You know, I, yeah. they worked hard, but like you said, dude, nothing new, nothing Fucker. special. Well, look, mm-hmm. dude, nothing new, nothing special. Three point seven out of ten. That's my rating. Didn't love it. Won't ever watch it again. But you know, I didn't hate it. Yeah, might sound like it, but I didn't hate it. Would you guys have this rate? I gave it a two point five. Out of ten, I mean, not five. Sorry, not out of ten. Two point five stars out of five. No, no, no. Two point five stars out of five. I thought it was like you know average. I I had enough fun. You know, I think that's okay. I feel like some of these chambers have been way more forgettable than even this one. So yes, exactly. I give it like a I give it a middle of the pack grade. But yeah, like I had fun. I the right person wins. I'm into the four ladies in the you know the women's main events for Mania. They're may, maybe my four favorite girls. I just don't love. The two stories, I think they're going to be cool, but I would have rather had Rhea versus Bianca, Charlotte, Asuka feud again, even though that's been done. I just think there's, I think that that works, you know, where Rhea and Charlotte, I don't think it really worked the first go around. And now we're doing mm. it again to get over. So I don't know. I just think it would have been, I feel like Bianca versus Rhea Ripley feels like, oh shit, like almost like a mania headliner where the two matchups we got don't at all you know what i mean so i don't know that's just my opinion but i'm happy that those four girls are the girls that are going to be in the championship matches because now i'll care each about each match at least yeah duke what you have this rated for uh the opening match elimination chamber 2023 go bret hart style four out of ten four out of ten i mean that's kind of where i'm at with it are you excited for the oscar bianca pairing or are you kind of like wondering how this no for, for sure like I I um agree with Frank. Like those are probably the top four women that I want to see, and I th- think that um the Rhea Charlotte does feel kind of clunky, but I think that Charlotte's gonna get blue- booed like to holy hell. Yeah, she is. So I think that will be cool at least. That like Aspen, fan yeah. reaction will probably make the match better. Mm-hmm. Double turn and Charlotte's Charlotte's the shit. Like. I mean, is Charlotte ever, does she turn, you know, she's just kind of who she is, you know, like, right. I guess she's not even as, even as like a baby face. She's still, I mean, she is, but like, she's still like, I'm the queen. I mean, 
that's pretty like that's not yeah. very good guy like to call <laughs> yeah, yourself yeah. like the king the queen of wrestling you know so i am looking I think, forward to both of those matches and I it's like again it's no disrespect because i respect anyone that laces up boots and like that's a dangerous job that they have you know what i mean it's just mm-hmm. for me it's been done over and over again like get rid of that fucking chamber break it out for like <laughs> a fucking blood feud you know someone's mm-hmm. got to die for this to end you know like yeah you know a fight to the death you know like not literally but you guys get my drift like yeah it's overused well this was created uh originally i remember the concept was uh i know like storyline bischoff brought it out and it was supposed to basically feature the biggest stars at the time to vie Mm -hmm. for this world title and Mm -hmm. it was we're gonna have you all locked in there you're gonna settle it in the chamber and you know what whoever survives this they call it hell in a cell hell in a cell but this was even bigger at the time believe it or not because it was like like guys were getting hurt on the grates around the cages around the uh, pods like this was a different material back then if you watch those original Mm -hmm. ones Mm -hmm. there was like chains like like just the whole entire structure was unforgiving you know i I know guys got hurt so this was now now what is it other than a way for guys for people to be guys and girls to be locked in a cage or a pod and then it's just really the countdown yeah exactly yeah it's really just about the pods it's like all right yeah like everything else it's very overproduced Mm -hmm. it's very Mm -hmm. like you know it's just lame like it wore out its welcome too i think this chamber i think it really did like I think because um, initially it was supposed to be like this, like we've, we, we've established already, but it was like a special thing and it was new. So we were like, whoa, it was, you know, mm-hmm. crazy to see. And then they didn't do it very often. You know what I mean? Yep. And it was for important shit, not just the subtle regular matches that they made up a week prior, you know, like, mm-hmm. just, right. Literally what, like, yeah. yeah. Like there's no story. It's like you said, like Carmelo just comes back and she's like in the match, you mm-hmm. know, like, I don't know. Just let's move on. <laughs> well, I do want to say before we move on, I want to say Asuka is now the only woman in history, WWE history, to win the Royal Rumble, Women's Royal Rumble, Women's Money in the Bank, Women Elimination Chamber. Mm, so nice. she can congratulations. Uh, she can put that in her uh, resume. But she should be. She's already I, one of the goats. Yeah, I have to say, um, with only five matches, they they did a good job with the video packages before each match. Mm-hmm telling you why we're here why we're here and explaining you know um the build for each match which is always important to me and yeah i I actually did like that a lot the limit Mm -hmm. of only five matches to like give people time especially like elimination chamber like that's a whole deal you know yeah Yeah. as i mean even as far as like the pods like the time thing and stuff but i do like Mm -hmm. that that they didn't stuff it with like 12 matches you know yeah and that's what uh, uh I don't want to get into AEW. We will be talking about AEW next week, but they have the uh, Revolution paper be coming up. There's an Iron Man match, 60 minutes. I just hope they don't clutter the card with 12, 13 matches because well, their their events are always long. Yeah, I guess this that this was sh- one a.m. Yeah, this this felt a little shorter than your standard show. Maybe be, you know, it was but, a good uh, time. I think right? Like, wasn't no, it like it was like three hours. hours? Yeah, it was, yeah. Like, was it really? No, I think mm-hmm. it was like. Was it three and a half? I thought it was. I think like it was three. like three twenty really? or something like that. Wow. Okay. I think it didn't, you know, don't call me, but it didn't drag that much. But anyway, yeah. let's talk about the next no, match. Because they did uh give you the backstory on Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar. They've had a little bit of a back and forth. Um, the idea is that Bobby Lashley has Brock's number. That's the story they're painting. Lashley threw Lesnar out at the rumble. That was surprising, shocking. 
for some. Brock mm-hmm. threw a fit. He killed he killed a referee, killed an announce mm-hmm. table, messed up the set. But um, they're having a match here. They go over, like I said, the build from the Rumble. What were you going to say, Frank? I was going to say, it sounds like you just described their match at this pay-per-view with the whole <laughs> Brock throwing a fit and beating up everybody around. And then, you know, it's just like, okay. Right. Another formula here. We're following. Yeah. Um, so Bobby Lashley's out. He's still got the sick entrance. I do like Lashley's music, his presentation. I love his music so much. Yeah. He's got a cool presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, I said this to Frank. We've talked about it a bunch, but what is left for Brock Lesnar? Because this match is happening, and I just don't care. Same. Yeah, Well, same. I mean, for this match specifically, it's like three years too late. Mm-hmm. You know, like once upon a time, people probably cared about this because they have kind of like similar backgrounds. Both were like, you know, legit wrestlers. They got into MMA. Brock, mm-hmm. of course, like had he yeah, won the successful. UFC yeah, like yeah. heavyweight title. Like that's a big deal. Yeah. And like, you know, Lashley did his little thing in the MMA. So they were like kind of like their careers like parallel each other. So like it was once upon a time like intriguing. But I think they're like three years too late. Yeah. Like when Bobby Lashley first comes back, that's when exactly. that feud should happen. There you go. You know what I mean? Like not yep. five years into the run, but whatever. Yeah. And no, like, and I had... don't even like, I don't dislike Lashley or anything. Yeah, like no, I actually kind of like him, but like this feud, it's, it's like, who cares? He grew on me a lot, Lashley. Cause I was never yeah. a fan, like never cared when he was in WWE, that first stint, impact, never cared, never cared. Even when he came back, I was like, yeah, I see you still don't do it for me, but mm-hmm. All that, the the formation of the Hurt Business and then so that good, run. Dude. And since then, I feel like he's been strong. Even when he won the world title, I was like, oh, I thought it was cool in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so. I'm so annoyed that the Hurt Business ended like that because like, oh, they so were dumb. so cool, yeah. dude. Like That was the coolest thing they had. And then they do moment. the fucking bloodline. Like, mm-hmm. we don't like stables, but here you go. Here's yeah. the bloodline. Like, it's just bullshit. Like, that stable brought, like... Like you said, you cared about Lashley. Mm-hmm. Like, what were Cedric Alexander and Shelton exactly. Benjamin doing? You know, mm-hmm. like, they gave him something to do, man. Like, it's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting that um, people feel like this Lesnar and Lashley, you know, um, pairing is so, it's like so compelling and it equals money. I They had Bobby Lashley beat Brock for the for the title, actually, at the 2022 Royal Rumble. And that's the same night Brock came back in the Rumble and won that <laughs> Rumble where he eliminated. So that then they had Brock and Lashley versus uh, at Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they keep they keep pairing them up, and I get it. But the problem is the matches are the same every time. I mean the yeah. formula, and I'm not talking about you know like you said Brock tearing up the set and throwing a tantrum. But it's like when did Brock Lesnar only have three moves in his arsenal? You know, it's, it's so, it's insulting for anybody that used to watch them because I know that's how they're booking them now. And they've been doing this for the last 10 years years, since he's come back. Exactly. But you just, I I just feel like, I hate to use the word. That's how they're booking him, but it's also how he wants to be booked. mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not going to give him a paycheck. Yeah. No, not at all. Like he doesn't give a fuck. No. At least he looks like he's kind of having fun now when he comes out. It's like this jolly ass cowboy, but (laughs) Like he wants to get his whatever amount of dollars, mm-hmm. wrestle for, for ten minutes or less, and fucking be done. And maybe the, yeah, that's and his until, gimmick, right? He's a yeah, prize like fighter, until the WWE says yeah, until the WWE says we're not going to pay anymore. Would would you 
Say, you know. yeah, you know what, Vince, keep your keep your million, buddy. The thing is, like I'm, with prize cool. fighters, it's like usually a prize fighter, like they start to decline as uh they get older. You know, and Brock's matches have just gotten shorter and more dominant, you know, and it was just like Eddie Guerrero had a fucking 25 minute match with the guy, you know, and he was a little dude. And now it's just like everybody gets murdered in three minutes and then it's over. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, well, he's also 50 years old almost, you know, so it's like maybe right. or he loses in minutes. Either way, yeah, exactly. Formula, Either way, like you yeah. said, it's it's short. He gets paid and he bounces and he goes fishing this, again or whatever. This is year 21 for Brock in the WWE. So mm-hmm. he's been, you know, he's had a long ride here. I think it would be nice for him to tie it up you know sooner than later if, if for yeah. nothing else I, I just don't see the point i mean he's beaten yeah, everyone yeah. he's done everything the stuff with goldberg the stuff with lashley we can go with stroman like like i said i don't they had the same matches it's spear f5 spear f5 mm-hmm. big moves big moves but nothing in between and it's like i don't need brock to sit there and sell i don't need him to be you know getting beat down and and i just feel like there has to be another way you can put a wrinkle in these matches if you're going to have Brock. If not, we could do the – look at Warrior and Savage. We just talked about it. Warrior uh, wasn't the best worker. That's been noted. But yeah. Sav, working with a guy like Savage, like he gave a different wrinkle to Warrior's uh, style you know, and repertoire. The Brock thing, I don't know. I just can't say how bored I am with his stuff, man. It's just – yeah, it but Brock's not interested in doing that. That's the no. thing. Remember when he fought Moxley? And Moxley supposedly had all these spots he wanted to do. Oh, what do you think of this? Nah, bro. Nah, brother. That doesn't work for me, brother. brother. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to fucking take you to Suplex City and that's that. F5, it's over. You know, it was shocking and it was cool when he did it. I remember when he did it to Cena, when he, when Brock first came back and he had his style. I was, it was like, wow, I've never seen this before. He did 15 German suplexes, F5'd them, bam, done. But it's just over and over. What did you just say, though? Uh, 15. You never, you never saw it before. Yeah. Do we see a fucking trend in these matches? Mm-hmm. The lack of exactly. originality. It's the same old shit. Yeah. Whether well, you've seen it a million times or not, is a fucking, you know, how long was this match? Eight minutes. Five. <laughs> half, half that. Yeah. Four forty-five. Was it okay? So is that compelling to like a, even a new viewer? You know, like. Yeah. A f- like you can't even get if you're viewing this for the first time which they say all the time we want to present it like you know you're watching it for the first time like blah 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 like why do i give a shit in a four minute and 45 second match mm-hmm. i have no time to like even you know pick a guy that i like you yeah, know exactly like yeah, it's ridiculous oh well yeah. he looks cool i guess i'll ride with him and the <laughs> ending you know not for nothing but it was just lame you know, like yeah. if if you give me a five minute banger, like in pro wrestling, it doesn't really happen so often, I guess. Maybe some television matches that are short and sweet, but or like I think of a match like Ray Ray versus Punk at Mania mm-hmm. when they only got mm-hmm. like seven, eight minutes or whatever. And it was like really good. But then it was ended. and You're like, damn. Mm-hmm. But like it could still, you know, it could be good. You know, there's classic boxing matches, you know, Tommy Hearns versus Marvin Hagler is considered like the greatest three minute fight of all time or whatever it is, you know, and people still swear it's like the, one of the greatest fights of all time. So it's like you could, or two rounds or whatever the fuck it was, three round fight, whatever it was, it could be quick and effective, you know, but to, they don't do that anymore. You, it's usually quick and like the most boring shit you've seen somehow still. 
No, you're you're not wrong. I don't need every match to be a 20 minute yeah. classic with 15 false mm-hmm. finishes, but I need a new wrinkle. At least give me a different wrinkle. This I maybe somebody somebody will say this is a new wrinkle, right? Like Brock got scared. He was so to set it up. Bobby Lashley has Brock in the hurt lock. Full mm-hmm. Nelson. Brock's panicking because he can't beat Bobby Lashley. That's the idea, right? So he panics mm-hmm. and hits him with a low blow DQ finish four minutes, 45 seconds. And we have the winner, Bobby Lashley. And like you said, Brock throws the tantrum again, wrecks the set. And they're painting the picture that Brock can't overcome the almighty Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley. And that's all good and well. But we do have to talk about the fact that Ray Wyatt challenged the winner of this match on SmackDown uh, previously. And he called out the winner. And now I'm wondering, okay... Is it going to be a triple threat? Are we going for maybe just a Brock versus Bray? I only bring that up because we are on the road to WrestleMania, and this match was so short, so we might as well talk about it. What do you guys think? Does that, first of all, does that do anything for you, just to insert Bray Wyatt number into one, this? Number one, no, because that's not going to happen. Brock Lesnar is going to fight Omos at WrestleMania. Is he? You think so? Yeah. So, How'd you, Bray wow. Wyatt... And Bobby Lashley, there you go. There's a there's a stick. I'll tell you what, man. Let's throw that together. Let's get this wow. going. It's so if that's where they're headed. It's like, bro, who cares? And does does, does challenge Omos, the winner, right? Does Omos beat uh beat Brock? Who gives a shit? Do you care? What like, makes you, you either? What way? makes you like, think you? that? Duke, like yeah, good man, pal. Oh really? Okay. I must because uh, yeah, we're we're recording as for all is happening. Maybe something happened. I was thinking Lashley uh or Brock and Gunther could take place. Sarah I mean, brought cool, that but, up. Yeah, that'd be cool. No, but, uh, because Brock happen. doesn't like working with fucking cool dudes that can actually work. Yeah. I'm surprised he ever had a match with uh Brian or Finn when he did. And they were mm-hmm. cool. Those matches yeah, yeah, were yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, I'm just with you. And dude, like I like Brock too. Yeah, like too. It, it sounds like we don't like him, but it's just like if he gave any sort of fuck, you <laughs> know, to like have a good match with somebody, I'd be into it. But he just doesn't. So like, I don't even care about I say it all the time. Like if you don't care, I don't care. You know, like Yeah. Yeah. The feuds are also not compelling though. Like if the match no. is one thing, no. but the feuds are never compelling. Yep. So we got oh for two, you know. And Same if you're talking about the thing, every time he comes in, he has five somebody. They go to mm-hmm. a match. It's four or five minutes. Blah blah blah. Same. If you're talking thing. about um, Bobby Lashley and Bray Wyatt. Like these guys were fighting in like 2019, 2020 when Bray was a fiend, and I couldn't be less interested then. Right. What could they possibly? Right. No offense, yeah. Bobby Lashley. I feel the same with him as Brock. Like you, you broke. You've been around 20 years almost. I've seen it all. I personally don't really see a spot for him anymore. I, I just none of his feuds are interesting to me, Bobby. Lashley. I I, I think that if they actually put forth effort, I believe that they could make you care. You cared about a match that was the main event of the show we're talking about tonight with mm-hmm. Sami Zayn involved. If there's good storytelling, I absolutely believe that they can get you into it. You're right. I think Bobby you know Lashley I mean? and Drew, Mac- Drew McIntyre had a nice, actually, little feud because of, um, like, MVP was involved and really helping that. So maybe you're right. Maybe I could still care about Lashley. And like, Brock, I thought but... the Hurt business was cool as shit, man, yeah, when they yeah. were together. Mm-hmm. But they... Well, 
Threw in the towel on that one. Let's go ratings on this. Uh, what can you even rate something like this? I got a 1.8 out of 10. And that's just yeah. for the the crowd was involved. The crowd's been good all night. And there was intensity post-match from Brock laying out the ref. It was, you know, classic Brock. But 1.8. What do you guys got? Yeah. One star out of five for me. Didn't do anything for me. It's too short. I'm tired of it. I don't care about this feud. Um, like you said, I agree with you. You both, you guys, like the whole Brock thing, you know. And I like Brock. I like Brock as a pro wrestler way more than I like him as a real fighter. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it just does nothing for me. Both guys are older dudes. I get it. I've seen this already. It's another kind of no finish, you know, that doesn't do much for either guy, in my opinion, really. It kind of makes Brock just look dumb. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. over and over. And I'm like, I who made it? I don't want to right. go into mania. Like, I don't, okay, so let's say he's going to fight Omas. Going into mania, like, okay, so you couldn't beat Lashley after, over and over. Now we're going to have you deal with a bigger, stronger guy. Whatever. I'm over it, you know? So one mm-hmm. star out of five. To, to quote DDP, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got on this, Duke? I know you, you uh, like Lashley probably more than us, so. Maybe I do, but I mean, you know, you give me a 445 match, I'm going to give you two out of 10 every time. Mm. Yeah. So we're and then we can move on with our lives. <laughs> well, let's move on to, so guys, WrestleMania is going Hollywood. And this happened back in the day. We were younger when uh, they were doing this build for WrestleMania 21. Yeah, 21, I think it was. And um, they did some very cool crossover sort of things like filming movie spoofs we'll call them because uh wwe you know they got to put their their spin on uh the entertainment the e part the entertainment but i remember back then they did like austin as the gladiator i remember christian was involved with like the basic instinct thing taxi driver stuff but this one this first i guess we'll call it vignette or trailer for wrestlemania goes hollywood it stars Seth Rollins. Uh, It's Seth freaking Rollins, first off. No G on that, actually. Seth freaking Rollins. Freaking, that's what I said. Don't correct me. Seth freaking Rollins (laughs) as the Joker with (laughs) Becky Lynch as... What is Uh, she? Is she the man? She's the man. The man. Just is it Batman? Like she never came out and said it, but no, she says the man. Just the man, Frank. Yes. You saw this, the right? Man. The man. Yeah. Gave. What do you guys think of this? Frank recorded this, it. What do you I mean? Recorded it. He you has it as crazy. background on his phone. Yeah, exactly. Playing it's a gif. <laughs> playing nonstop. <laughs> um, you know what's crazy is that people were kind of excited because the word on the street was that they were filming these like little vignettes and stuff, and it was like the you know they'll go back to that old. Uh, rumble that they did it or whatever or whatever that was was it mania um yeah 21 yeah so, yeah exactly so um you know so and those were like kind of funny i remember thinking some of those mm-hmm. were funny back then mm-hmm. but like people were all stoked and as soon as i saw ron's it's joke, and we listen we all knew that one was coming especially yeah yeah, it yeah. Was just it's just like wait a second you're telling me that he's <laughs> he's mimicking the joker <laughs> yeah all this time who would have thought wow the I, walk right. the walk the, the he's dance natural he, he's so good you couldn't even tell the laugh uh, yeah, is like so on point when you mm-hmm. say that. I should have mm-hmm. known. I know. Yeah, these were brutal. I mean, <laughs> it's just like how is everything cornier? You know what I mean? Like, how is everything? Like, you're I just know. copying what you did already, and it's cornier. Like it's like do it better. 
I don't understand this. Shit. Right. It's sort of like you already had a run. Do okay. Now you improve because like they're not as talented. Yeah. Booker T and Eddie Guerrero did the Pulp Fiction thing, and at least I got a yeah. chuckle. They got a chuckle yeah, out of exactly, me. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are they doing? With like this? Becky Lynch wants to become an actor. She does. Like someone's gonna hire her. Someone's gonna someone's gonna hire her. Like after that. Like, come on, man. Her husband's like, got to be honest with her. Like, babe, like you got to stick to the ring for now because the acting's yeah. not going to bring. This her. is. Let's be honest. Let's let's talk to Becky Lynch because she's a big fan in the No Sold podcast because we're such big fans of hers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one gave a fuck about Becky Lynch until she got her face smashed and showed up with a bloody face on SmackDown. That's just how it is, man. Yeah, because like I don't. I don't know what to say. Like, I feel fucking delusional. I feel like a crazy person when I watch her because she's as cringy as it gets. Like, I'd rather watch fucking Baron Corbin than Becky Lynch. And that's that's the thing, too. It's one thing when fans are like, you know, oh, Becky Lynch is the greatest woman on the mic or whatever the fuck they like. I feel crazy, dude. Whatever crazy statement they make. But then, like, you hear, like, some experts like Bischoff going like, Becky Lynch, she's money every time she's out there on the mic. You know what I mean? You're like, (laughs) Wait, wait, like what? Like what's going on here? You know what I yeah. mean? But you know, I don't, I don't get it either. But whatever. I mean, it seems. I guess. I'll be honest. The star seems to be like the. It's not as bright as it once was with her, though. You know what I mean? I like, hope so. Because even when I was over it, she'd get her music would hit, and it would be the biggest pop, right? Mm-hmm. But like, it's not that anymore. And I think it, ref, you know, her position on the card kind of reflects that. If I'm being mm-hmm. honest, because like she feels afterthoughtish. You know, like I know she's doing stuff, but she doesn't feel in the thick of it obviously he's not in any of the main events which is good to me but like i'm hoping that it's like I don't, listen i don't want her to to get shit on either i don't care so much but it's just like stop with this stop pretending that she's the toughest person on earth yeah she's just built like a twig you know what yeah. i mean like it's like it's just she couldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight all that type <laughs> of shit you know what i mean and it's just like stop it i don't want to hear this you know just because you bled on screen but like that happens that does get people over we saw with Britt yeah. baker but at least Britt baker was like can carry it on the mic you know what i mean like maybe her yep. matches aren't good but at least she's charismatic i don't know we're 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 definitely gonna be called the biggest haters for this one because people fucking love fine. this girl we trash yeah. her but like i i just don't get it and like you said she was irrelevant mm-hmm. she was the steampunk girl she was the yep. girl that you were like well she's trying hard you know yeah. when sasha and charlotte yep. were clearly like the better girls you know exactly. and even even bailey but you were like, yep. well, you know, I respect. I remember talking to you guys. I remember we, I want to say we watched us like a random Raw or SmackDown in John Boy's apartment or something like a few years ago. And like, we were just like, well, she tries hard. You know what I mean? And you guys didn't care. And I was trying to give her like the benefit of the doubt because I was like, I can appreciate <laughs> yeah. when somebody like loves wrestling, you know, and like they're actually, mm-hmm. they want to be, but you know, not everybody's that guy. You know what I mean? I could fucking want, you know, to dunk like Jordan, but it's never happening. <laughs> and it's like, She's a, to me, she's that, but it happened for her, you know what I mean? And now she's mm-hmm. the man, according to even Ric Flair. He's given up on that shit. So everybody's conceding that she's the man. So whatever. I guess she but is. But why don't you say, like in wrestling too? Like I was talking to John, like, you know, off air, but like in wrestling, I feel like a lot of times people just like people because everybody else likes them too. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, we're supposed to cheer for this person. Okay. Let's cheer yeah. for them. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like happens. Becky can't 
like I'm sorry, she can't hold a candle to the top four women who are in those title matches. Mm -hmm. It's not even close. Yeah, I agree. Not even close. And like, yeah, and as far as like we need to move on because yeah, we're just just gonna shit on her. But (laughs) um, as far as like. I don't know. We can just move on. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to further. Sorry if you like Becky Lynch, guys. Well, I, I'll end I it on a. It. I'll end it on a semi good note because Frank, you mentioned the star fading, and I wanted to bring up. I remember when her star was blazing because I was in yeah. LA. I was living there, and I was like watching that mania when she main evented, and this was a, still a one night deal back then. Uh, WrestleMania, mm. I think it was thir- thirty six or thirty five. Yeah, right. And it was Char. It was uh, Ronda. Thank you, Ronda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ronda, like, Charlotte, not, and Becky. Let's not. Pretend, but I wanted though, to... if Ronda's not there, that's not the main event. You know what I mean? Like Ronda. Well, I think it was 100%. gonna be. Well, I think it was gonna be Ronda and Charlotte to main event that WrestleMania. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because of Ronda, you know, like there's always. Oh like, yeah, Ronda, right. Ronda exactly. gave them that star appeal yep. to possibly yep. main event the Mania. You know? <clears throat> but I wanted to say, like, even when her um, star was shining brightest, I remember like the mm-hmm. moment she won the title. It was um, it was all for that pop, but then the follow up, the follow through, it's not. That's the dangerous thing about getting so behind these people, these girls and guys. And we'll talk about <clears> Sammy <throat> later. But it's like we want that pop, we want to cheer for that that big win. But then, mm-hmm. what about the follow through? What about what happens next? And since yeah. then, I don't really feel like Becky Lynch has been. You know, I feel like she's been slowly, slowly, slowly fading. You know. Um, and I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think you're going to go right. off to Hollywood and be an actor. Yeah, we'll see. Actor. Because the man acts. Mm-hmm. Um, let's <laughs> the go to man. the next. Let's go to the next match. This was a tag team match. Once again, a little video package built up the, the feud between Edge and the Judgment Day. Um, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Ray Ripley, Finn Balor. I, I can't. I'm going to be honest. I I'm kind of I'm not into the judgment day, but like Rhea Ripley makes makes me care about this this match, this feud and Edge like on his way out. I'm just trying to enjoy Edge. I don't want to hate on mm-hmm. Edge because yeah. he's getting up there and I'll just be honest. Like, I thought this was a very fun mixed tag match. All things considered what you guys think uh, overall the match. Then we'll talk about the details. You know, it's funny because like I get it. Like, I don't think. It was terrible, but my grade will probably ref- seem terrible. But it's just I don't care, you know. Like mm. this feud, Edge and Beth Phoenix together, don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finn Balor, don't care. Like obviously, Ray is the star here, you know. But like to me, it's almost like she just won the fucking Rumble. You know what I mean? Like what is she doing in like in this yes stupid match? You know, like it just it just makes it feel like. I don't know. It almost like diminishes her achievement, you know, like mm-hmm. a little bit like she shouldn't be in this match, in my opinion. I get it. I get why they did it, but I just don't care. I don't think the work was bad. I just had like so little interest even watching them, you know, like and then Dominic doing his like cornball thing, which is like, eh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. It's just this whole story from day one. The um, where did, What are they called? Edge's old crew, now Finn Balor's crew. The bl- judgment, judgment day judgment day yeah like from day one i was like this the, is the judgment day yeah like this is dumb kicking out edge was more stupid since he's been gone it's been extra dumb i don't know i just don't like this so like i can't get behind it i tried with this match but it's just like nothing for me well i understand that i think with me it's like the ray ripley thing they had to tie up the loose ends with her and beth phoenix so i respect you know her doing something off to the side before the big moment yeah. i don't have a problem do with that, the little do, do that on raw 
the Do quick sidestep. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe you could put her in a bigger match here, but I think um, having this match, the mixed tag, dude. What do you think of the match? I didn't get your opinion overall of the match. It's funny because, like, I wasn't the biggest Edge fan previously, but when he came back, like at that Rumble, it was twenty twenty, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. I like really popped for him, and I said it. It was the same thing I had like when Adam Cole came back. I'd never like to see somebody, you know, because Edge, like, say what you want about him, he was a wrestling fan. Like, he was in the crowd for WrestleMania seven, or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. six, Five, right, six. Six, yeah. And Toronto, like, he's a lifelong wrestling fan. He got to live his dream. And, like, for him to come back now, I like, I don't know, I like old dad Edge, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I find myself cheering for him. Like, he's he comes out, like, the Montreal crowd once again. They were great all night. Like, they lose their mind for Edge. And, like, he's so happy to be there, genuinely, you know? Like, playing up yeah. to the crowd and stuff. So, like... Then the Judgment Day comes out. I thought Finn Balor's mask was cool. Like, Mm -hmm. I like Rhea Ripley. I always enjoy watching her. So I actually enjoyed this match a lot. I thought it was fun. Um, Shatter Machine finish, pretty pretty cool. Shout out Mm -hmm. to their boys, FTR. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I did enjoy this match. Just, you know, a fun little thing. I agree with what you're saying, Frank, as far Mm -hmm. as like, um, you know, it feels like they're kind of diminishing Rhea's accomplishment. Um, maybe put like Dominic in this match, you know, like yeah, Dominic exactly. and Finn against Edge and, and have her on the outside. But I did enjoy it. Um, I'm enjoying Edge's like farewell tour, you know, because like, you know, we're not going to be able to watch him soon, you know, and mm-hmm. like, like it or not, that dude like had a fucking Hall of Fame career, man, like multiple time world champion more mm-hmm. than he probably ever should have. But I enjoy mm-hmm dad edge so i i enjoyed the match yeah i was i I was honestly fine with edge being kind of away from wrestling i've never been a huge fan and but 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 since it's winding down you might as well enjoy it like duke said uh edge being the hometown canadian boy he did get a big pop it was cool seeing him interacting with the fans um beth's still solid in the ring i mean she's only i mean she's 42 it's not you know she's not that old but she's still very solid in the ring and I don't know, man. Dominic. So I've hated this Judgment Day thing from the jump. And as it continues, Duke, you said it, Duke. uh, Dominic found this character a little bit. And I just feel like a couple more years, he's not going to be as um, intolerable. Like, I think he'll be, he might be. We hope. We hope. We hope, right? Because right now, but like the crowd, what I wanted, my point was like, he's getting a lot of heat from the crowd, Mm -hmm. you know, just standing there, the F.U., CK, they were they were chanting it out loud, yeah. and um, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's a good thing, right? No, I mean, if something's working, right? Like he's getting more heat than he's ever gotten. Period. You know, like in his entire career, even when he beat up his dad, he didn't get this much heat. You know, so right. it's like it's it's something's working, and I think, but you know, they attach them to the coolest person in the fucking crew. You know, and Dominic's yeah. sort of running with it, so it's like it's working out for him. Good for him. I hope he turns I think, out. Yeah, and like I think. um it's funny because he's probably a fucking sweetheart. Yeah, you know, like in real oh, life, totally. But like, he's so like unlikable because he's like mm-hmm. a you know he's like a poser because he mm-hmm. like went to jail and like now you know and he's then he's hanging out with like 
one of the hottest chicks in the company, you know, so like dudes are going to hate on him for that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's smart. Like, I do yeah. think he's getting heat. Like, it's better than, you know, anything he's done previously. So yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. I don't know. I, I I enjoy like I don't like care about the judgment day or anything, but like I think it's kind of funny when he does his little mm. bullshit like jail stuff. But I did yeah. enjoy the match overall. <clears throat> yeah. And um, like I said, Beth and and Rhea were working pretty good. There was a top rope superplex by Beth that I thought was pretty impressive. Uh, Rhea power bombed Edge as I believe at the same time Beth power bombed Baylor. So there, or or it might have been reversed there. But anyway, the women showing off their strength. Um, yeah, overall, very I, will, I fun. do. I, I will say about Beth Phoenix. I've always liked Beth Phoenix. I know John, you really liked her back in the day. Yeah. Um, but you know, as she's aged, I feel like obviously it's not no no um no fault in her on her, but like she's lost a step. And she remember how she was like the jacked girl back then, and it's like yeah. now they're all well, at least like the highest level girls, Bianca's and Rhea, they're all bigger than her, so she loses mm -hmm. that intimidation factor. So, so she slows down a little bit, and she doesn't have that intimidation factor that she used to have against these girls who couldn't really wrestle. Um, so it like it, it makes me care less, you know, because like I never, I've always liked Beth Phoenix, honestly, you know, even mm -hmm. when she was like on commentary and stuff like that. But it's just like. It just it's just another person who I'm just like, yeah, I, I was good with you not being around just like Edge. You know, it, it was unfortunate the way Edge had to go. Even her, I guess, right? Because she left with injury as well, didn't she? Yeah. Isn't that I she believe so. Left? Or, or anyway, yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, but whatever. But like it's just like there were two people that I was kind of like maybe spent on them anyway. So them coming back, it just doesn't do anything for me. But you know, good for them. They're having yeah, fun. they're definitely doing the, a different. It's a different spin. They're the mom and dad. Yeah. It's a family. <laughs> I think they're going to appeal to the families. Ooh. Like it's smart. I do want to point out the Bull Nakano hair and makeup. Yes. Yeah, from, yeah. Uh, Beth Phoenix was that was cool. I did like. And she uh, wore a oh, Bull Nakano cool. shirt at the yeah. uh, the after thing, which I think is yeah. cool that Bull Nakano's getting yep. love lately. I feel like I've seen a lot yeah. more love for her online and stuff. Bull Nakano. Yeah. Um. Do you guys know? Allison K, Sienna from Impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. she did like a oh, did she? Bull Nakano thing. Yeah, she's yeah. like really um, she's done like Sherry like kind of tribute stuff. She's mm -hmm. really like she yeah. puts the shine on those old bits, which is cool. Yeah. And I think Bull Nakano is cool. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. You, if you guys mm -hmm. watch out there, check out her stuff in Japan. You know, mm -hmm. more so than her. Even like, in uh, even in yeah. WWE though, it was cool. But like it was, if you're into like hard hitting shit. Looking yeah. at Japan and stuff, and it's mm -hmm. like, oh my god, like what the ladies are doing over there. But yeah. yeah, it was, you know, I think she's very cool. It's funny how back in the day, I was a kid watching Bull Nakano like on Raw and stuff, mm -hmm. and I thought she was, um, like way bigger than the girls, like yeah, yeah. back then, you know. But she really was, she's in yeah. good shape, you know. Yeah, she was yeah, just, funny. um, it is funny overall with this match. I had it a 4.5 out of 10. I thought it was fun for a mixed tag match. I don't know where they go from here. Maybe Edge and Baylor to have a one-on-one. -on -one. Maybe it's Rhea and uh, Beth have a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, on Raw, like you mm -hmm. said, Frank. But if yeah. they closed out the feud, I mean, so be it. I think it was cool. It was yeah. a little filler, and it was off to the side. So I had a 4.5. What you guys have? I gave this a 1.5 stars out of 5. Um, okay. Slightly better than that last match with Brock, that I, which I gave a one. Like that shit could have been a half a star if I'm being real, but I gave it a one to be nice. But a one point five I star just strictly because I think the work was better overall. They had time. It was a match. I didn't think it sucked, but I just don't care. It wasn't for me. And that's just how it is. So one point five. 
Yeah, dude, before you give your rating, I should mention Edge and Beth, Beth Phoenix did win. It was 13 minutes, 50 seconds. You said with the Shatter Machine, shout out to FTR there. So mm-hmm. um, Edge and Beth got the win. What you have those rated, Duke? I gave it a 5 out of 10, like average. Mm-hmm. You know, like Frank mentioned, it could have been on Raw. But I did have fun, like, watching it. Like I said, I like like, mom and dad. You know, like seeing them in there. It's probably just because I'm getting older and I'm a soft little bitch now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I like Edge even after like the at the press conference. Like he was just so happy, you know. Like yeah, yeah. Like talking to the guys and he's like, yeah, man. Like he was just excited. I don't know. I think it's cool. I don't want to hear I, John I, saying yeah, yeah to Edge being happy because when I was like, maybe Chris is just happy. He's like, fuck Chris. I want him to be in a WWE main event. You know what I mean? And I was like, maybe he's happy being in AEW. Oh, <laughs> right. Like, I don't yeah. care about his happiness. I want him to do cool shit. Well, I no. mean, <laughs> the Christian I thing, that. though, he had a fucking banger with Kenny Omega. Like, he that showed that he can, yeah. st- he like, can that go, match yeah. was awesome. Like, he can yeah. still go. It's just, no, I'm just fucking you know, it. it's no, just you're right. there's <laughs> like, that's the thing. Edge, even Edge, that, Edge doesn't have um, his sights set on that championship anymore. <laughs> he he's kind of like just having fun now. Christian, I feel yeah. like I still want him to do cool shit. <laughs> like I'm in denial. The thing is, like I think that he could. Mm-hmm. Christian, I think he proved that he could when he, you know, took on Kenny. He beat Kenny for the Impact title. You know, yeah, that's um, true. I mean, he beat him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think that uh, there's so many other dudes that people want to see. Mm-hmm. It's it's just hard, you know. In Edge's case, I don't think there's a lot of people that people want to see. No. I think that he no. could honestly no. like make another run. I just don't think that's what he's interested in. I think he's interested in like, you know, giving back and like yeah. helping. I think that's with both guys. guys. I do. Yeah. yeah I feel like both sure. guys when they came back as both kind of their MOs. Christian. Yep. I mean, I guess they both proved they could still be at that highest level. You know what I mean? But Christian, mm-hmm. I think they I did. Really, yeah, I don't think Christian ever had any intention of really going for it nor did edge you know so like i think that's cool Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i think that's the right way to do business yeah and i think they probably learned what not to do yeah yeah. when they guys guys. yeah exactly you know what i mean so that actually says a lot about them Mm -hmm. too in my opinion you know like this you know kind of this these guys that are on their way out like jericho and edge and christian like Mm -hmm. You know, like even Jericho, like put over Orange Cassidy, like he wants to work with all the young bloods. You know, yeah. I think that's cool. And I think that's probably he like wants to work with the hot act is what he wants to do. I Whoever's mean, hot. he do- theory, of course yeah. he does. Yeah. But like at the same time, like he doesn't have to put these guys over. Yeah. If right. He told Tony Khan, look, I'm going to beat fucking Orange Cassidy tomorrow. He's probably going to listen yeah. to him. I'm Tony beating Khan's MJF. I'm beating Orange Cassidy. Exactly. I'm exactly. beating Ricky Starks. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like you could, but at least he doesn't do that. Right? He put over fucking Andretti, you know, like, uh-huh. so I think that's a credit to these guys. I think that it's a lesson learned, you know? Well, it's a harder thing for fans to admit. Like you said, Claudio might just be there to just do that and for me yeah. even with christian claudio it's hard for me to kind of accept oh wait yeah these guys well, are like claudio 40, is yeah, you know, mid 40s whatever that means you know yeah mid 40s guys who've been around for forever it's like unfortunately yep. you know like it comes to it and it happens in every sport right you know mm-hmm. where it's like a guy eventually it's just like damn they just aren't that dude anymore right i mean christian maybe but you know it is what it is at this point the game isn't what it was anymore 
We'll talk about Christian next week. Uh, let's go into the U.S. title elimination chamber match. And this is for a change. This is cool. Like a different title defended. So already I'm like, all right, something different. I mm-hmm. believe this is the first time the U.S. title has been defended in the chamber. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think so. I'll t- yeah, I think that's right. Okay. So we have Austin Theory, the champion. He's in there with Damian Priest, Johnny Gargano, Seth Freakin, mm-hmm. Bronson Reed, and Montez Ford, who I saved him for last because, first of all, this dude looked great coming out. That gear, no, he I, looked I, like a star. Not feeling man. it? Nah, dude. I did That guy, I don't <laughs> get. You know, Frank like, doesn't oh, like him wow. at all. Yeah. yeah, I do not get. I think he. I have criticisms of him. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Let's, we'll get to it. We'll get to it when he comes out. I guess, but yeah, whatever. I, I had it circled because I did say he yeah. looked like a star coming out. His Listen, mannerisms in the kid. ring are another yeah. story. Yeah, he's a good-looking kid. He's in great shape. He's super duper athletic. His wife is maybe the best in the world, right? You know, there's like a lot of things <laughs> going for him, but he just. He just like irks me, you know. Like you know, there's like there's always mm. wrestlers that you mm-hmm. just see. And you're just like, dude, yeah, I don't ever have. Well, to he's see silly. You he's Montez. silly, man. He's yeah. he's he's. We're gonna get to some of my criticisms of him, but I do yeah. want to start with my 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 uh, compliment, which I do think he looked great. Uh, yeah. Another guy in the ring coming out, Bronson Reed. We talked about who was it, Raquel Rodriguez, not really being a powerhouse compared to other women. This is the Bronson Reed thing. I mean. He's probably um, fit Finley's height. And, uh, you know, I don't know, man. We're the same year. Yeah, that's why I thought of it. Do you guys buy this dude as the powerhouse, Bronson Reed? Well, I buy it more than Raquel because at least the Mm -hmm. guy looks like a refrigerator. You know what I mean? He could run through, you know? So, like, at least he has that going for him. And, you know, he likes to fly a little bit. So, it's like, you know, it gives me Vader vibe of like him smashing guys you know what i mean not that i'm comparing the two but just he don't you know, have the strikes though i didn't yeah, see exactly, yeah like just being like intention with the moves you know it just reminds me of that but yeah i mean i had to look up this dude's name the other day even <laughs> when we were talking about him so it's like i'm not like a fan or anything but i'll give him big guy status way before i do it to raquel mm. um Duke, I'll get your thoughts in a minute, but let me just say Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins started off the match. And for some, this is a little bit of a dream match. They mentioned this is their first time locking up. Um, I believe it was on WWE TV, maybe NXT. I don't think so. But what do you think of uh, these two guys, their chemistry? Both um, both in great shape. Both look good. What do you think about uh, Gargano and Rollins starting it out? You're That's talking to me, McNutty. Yeah, I thought it was McNutty. Yeah, well, Duke, you're the yeah, Gargano. You yeah, because yeah. you're the okay. – uh, I feel like you follow Gargano's career probably a little bit closer than we have. Yeah, it's funny, though. Like, I do like Johnny Gargano, like, a lot. But, like, I don't know, man. I don't know that in the WWE, like – and, again, they presented him so corny. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, he's so silly and, like – in NXT, like he's in one of my all-time favorite NXT matches, him and Adam Cole, mm-hmm. and like, um, and one of your know, favorite like, feuds, right, with him and Ciampa. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that was awesome. Um, they just, I think he's a great storyteller. I just the way they presented him, it's hard, you know. Like when they present a guy so corny for so long, like, and now it's like, oh, okay, you know, I, I forget who he. Oh, he beat Corbin to qualify 
And like in the qualifying match, I was like, oh, that sucks. I guess Johnny Gargano is losing, you know, because you just don't expect him to do anything. You know, like you say it all the time, John, it's like your fucking catchphrase. Perception is reality. When you tell me that this guy is a goofball that loses every week, gets pinned clean by everybody on the roster, and now all of a sudden he has a chance to like be in this match. Like I it's like you beat my fandom out of me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that sucks. I do yeah. like yeah, like I do like Gargano a lot, but like it's gonna take more of this kind of stuff to like where I'm like, why should I even care? Because he has no chance, you know, mm-hmm. like and I don't know that he does have a chance because he is a very small dude, you know, like. That's my I thing with think... Johnny. It's like, I don't yeah. see where like he ends up, you know, like on the card. Cause it's yep. just like, I he can wrestle clearly. This was like the first match. I feel like on the main roster where I felt like, okay, you got him doing stuff. Like he had moments the shine, you know, spots really, at least the first few minutes with Rollins was like him doing his thing. But I just don't like, I see him in this match, and it's like, even if you're doing cool shit, it's just like, what's the end game with you? Like, are you even a mid-card guy? Like, is he an exactly. intercontinental guy? Is he a U.S. champion type guy? Like, I don't even are know they if gonna I be, see him. Are there, they going to bring back the cruiserweight division? Yeah. And you know, around so, this guy? You and know, I'm not like, even that dude. Like, I don't, it's not because he's just because no. he's small or nope. anything. Because, like, I'm, you know, I've moved past that. Like, I get it, yeah. you know? But I, I just look at him, and I'm just like, I'm not convinced there in that company you know what i mean like they have that's funny AEW. they mm-hmm. haven't given us a reason you know, but... to be convinced yeah you know like they present him as like this goofball like you know with dexter at the poker table this, with loomis yeah, all this and... nonsense that they've been doing mm-hmm. with him like and then all of a sudden you know that's another thing about these chamber matches like there's no story there's no build-up it's just like two random dudes or women fight and the winner gets in you know, it's like, a video game. What, it's a video game. Yeah. Like what chance does Montez Ford, who's yeah, a tag team tag guy, team guy. Yeah. have of winning the elimination chamber? And I like I'm Montez a, Ford. I'm a Mark. So I thought he had a chance. So. All right. Well, you are. A Mark. I'm a Mark. Yeah. Mark that's for yeah. sure. I'm a fucking Mark. Well, Frank, you were saying <laughs> um, the size uh, of Gargano isn't what you know trips you up. And I was like wondering somebody. I think it was AEW had some stuff. They were like trade machine because it's nba mm-hmm. trade deadline so they were like who would you trade and anyway i was thinking like would gargano be better suited in aw not just so. because yeah and not just because like because i'm kind of past the size with some guys too like i'm mm-hmm. a big jungle boy guy darby i think they could yeah, be yeah exactly champion. but with gargano and ricky WWE, starks and exactly another one yeah. but with gargano and wwe which is no longer like the land of the giants but it For still sure. feels like he so my question is like is there such thing as like you're just too small in WWE? Maybe, yeah. Because Rey Mysterio I mean, was the exception to the rule, so don't give me Rey. Yeah, Rey. Is the exception, yeah, exactly. Well, think about like the last I don't know the last ten years. Who's the smallest like WWE champion that they've had? The last ten years, Miz. Uh, I Baylor. mean, it's it's hard to like. Oh, Ballard did. Oh, there you go, Finn Ballard. Yeah, we had it for so, a day. I guess. Yeah, it's like one well, day, right? Because of yeah, injury, one day. though. Yeah, yeah, injury, injury for sure. So yeah, I mean, I guess he's they, small, and he yeah. beat Brock. I think if I might be wrong, but I think he beat no, like, he somebody. He beat big. Rollins. He beat Rollins. Okay. Ah, oh, well then, there we go. Never but mind. you know that was because like... because Rollins hurt him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's right. Yeah, you know, um, with Finn Balor though, it always felt like they were going to do this just because that's what it was like building to. 
But like, mm-hmm. it didn't ever seem like Vince was crazy about it. Vince was probably thrilled that he had to give up the belt the next day. Or did he beat Roman in the finals? I'm not. I don't remember. Tournament. Yeah, I remember. I know him Rollins winning. heard him. Well, yeah. it was the Universal title, just for uh, yeah. Yeah. anyone who doesn't know. Oh, whatever. He was the WWE first, he was the first Universal. universal right? Yeah, first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, so that's I why guess he... you know maybe they, maybe they do. You know, I just don't see Vince being like you know the Scargano. I'll yeah. tell you what, because make no mistake about it, listeners. Daddy Vince is back and he's running shit, whether you want to admit it or not. Triple H can come back to all these fucking press conferences all he wants. Yeah. He is not the man in charge. Yeah, that's true. That true. So Finn Balor did beat uh, Seth Rollins in the tournament mm-hmm. final. So you were right on that. He uh, beat uh, Roman on the way then, I think. Yeah, I think he, he beat be Roman right. too. So I only uh, brought the, that up because obviously Gargano is a participant here. And throughout the match, you know, I'm impressed with Johnny Gargano, like as a as a wrestler and a worker. But like you said, Duke, the, the presentation of him. I don't know, man. Yep. I, I hope he finds his way because he's he's a good worker. We'll see. Um, theory was out third. So I'm going to just jump ahead a little bit because Austin Theory came out third. Um, and I feel like we talk about theories gimmick before with the selfies and all he had like a defined personality now he's just this tough dude this generic tough dude Mm -hmm. with like you know grizzly beard but like a manicured haircut it's just like super nice yeah super nice cut but um what do you guys think is the ceiling for this guy because united states champion he's in this big match chamber match he's the defending champion we'll talk about the result at the end here but um do you feel like perceptions reality with him right now for you guys? Like, are you buying him as they're trying to make stars? We always say WWE don't do that. So what do you guys think of the uh, theory so far on this run? I do think, I do think he's a star. I don't like love this run in particular, you know, and this gimmick or lack thereof, but uh, I do think he's a star. I think he's a world champion for them eventually. You know what I mean? Like, I mm. just think that's what I just think that's what's in the cards for him. I think he's good enough. I think he's, I think he can be entertaining. I don't think this this uh this character is very entertaining. It, it it just because it's generic and it's been done a million times and it is what it is. I don't even hate how he looks, but it just it's it just doesn't do anything that everybody else is doing. You know what I mean? Like at least with the selfie shit and so cocky and being Vince's like chosen one and you had something going for you, you know, now it just feels like, well, you're a guy, you're a tough guy, you know, and like, and it's everybody's supposed to be a tough guy, right? Like in that company. So it's just like, a, it, right. it, it gets old, but I do think he, he's a world champion. People hated on him um, for a while until he did this gimmick actually. And now they all think he's great. So whatever. Uh, but I, you know, I think he's future of the company, especially with Papa Vince coming back. You know, it's like it's definitely, you know, that guy might be the champion by the end of the next year. Duke, do you remember the golden egg? The yeah. Vince golden egg. I don't know yes. why I just thought of that with because that was a thing yeah. with theory before. Um, <laughs> what do you think of this run with theory real quick, Duke? Yeah, I mean, like Frank mentioned, we were fans of his before this whole tough guy bullshit that he's yeah. doing. To me, like, he just blends in with everybody now. Like, he doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know, I, separate yourself somehow. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Now he has the gross, like, long beard. Like, bro, that's Kevin mm-hmm. Owens' thing. Like, you were like, <laughs> you know, you were the guy that was all cleaned up, you know? Like yeah. you said, he's got this beautiful haircut. Like, he had the nice trimmed facial hair. Like, 
presentation, man, like Mm -hmm. present yourself as a star when you believe I believe. And I do think like he's a kid. He's Mm -hmm. a baby. Like and he's good now. Imagine like when he gets, you know, a couple years in and like learn some things, you know, like he'll be, you know, I look I look at him like a Cena type guy, you know, like a young a young dude that like was charismatic and like kind of took off a little bit, but this mm-hmm. current thing, I just feel like he's, he's just like everybody else, you know, that's one 20... thing I'll give to Rollins. Like I'm not a huge Seth Rollins fan, but at least he has this like weird ass Joker bullshit stick that he's doing, you know, to like mm-hmm. separate himself because like yeah. him and Mustafa Ali look pretty damn similar. Yeah, They're like the same size. They wear like the same gear. They have the same like, hair length and like but you know seth rounds because he comes out he wears the crazy shit like superstar mm-hmm. billy graham like macho man etc like mm-hmm. he wears the like weird outfits and he has that annoying ass lift but at least he's separating himself at least yeah. he's doing something like he's got some kind of shtick it's like oh oh yeah that's the guy that's like the joker you know like right you you need yeah. that something to separate yourself, in my opinion, and I don't think Theory has that besides the title. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, with Theory, um, you said he's a baby, so he's twenty five, and we mentioned last week on the Savage episode he was thirty three when he came into the WWE. He Crazy. was nice and refined. He was he knew who he was. He really didn't have to change. He didn't change his gimmick in WWE. He got variations, sort of, but like he knew who he was. These guys are still finding themselves on the job. It's like learning on the yeah. job for some of these guys. Yep. And Theory's only 25. Um, we'll see if he has different, you know, incarnations of himself going forward. Uh, so far, I think, you know, it's been uh, a pretty decent run with this latest gimmick. But he might go towards Cena next. Who knows? This U.S. title open challenge might mm-hmm. lead right to John Cena. Well, he he's mentioned Cena like several times. So that's probably what they're going to lead up to. We'll see. And it's, it might be too much too soon, though, man. That's a big thing to get him. He might need you know more time. We'll see. Uh, let's talk about other guys in this match. Priest entered fourth, Damian Priest. And he's a guy who I don't know about his future. Um, I think he has a ceiling. I think he might have hit it. I don't want to sound like a negative Nancy, but him on the mic, it sounds like he's mm-hmm. 100% yeah. uh, unnatural. And that's yeah. a bad thing because he's not a young guy, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. He's like a little – I think he might be mid-30s. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just wanted to mention, uh, priest entering in at fourth and your boy, uh, Bronson Reed coming in right after there was some, <laughs> there were some decent spots. <laughs> um, we said that these matches are spots fests, you know, and that's, that's what they are like for the most part. But I, I noticed Gargano and Rollins were kind of working together throughout most of the match, uh, early on. And that was cool to see. I actually kind of liked them together. Um, for whatever reason and uh even Montez probably Ford. because it's not to cut you off yeah you like guys that can actually wrestle mm, yeah usually uh, what a yeah. fucking what a what a uh Concept, revelation yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like how about that yeah um but yeah the match was it had a decent flow for an elimination chamber match you know i i feel like previous years lately they just they feel like so spotty this there felt a little bit more like a struggle in there. I feel like at times, even though they were getting their shit in. Did you but, agree, Frank, or no? I'll be honest. I liked the match. If yeah. I'm gonna like call a spade a spade, like I enjoyed the match, and I didn't think I would, being 
United States title and like and it's in a chamber. I just was like, eh, I was kind of like anti half the participants, Damian Priest, Montez, Bronson Reed, you know, I'm just like, uh, but they they won me over with the stuff mm-hmm. going on. And they're it's obviously not perfect or anything like that, not even super innovative, but they did stuff, they tried stuff. Rollins are Gar- Gar- uh, Gargano sitting at the top of the, the pod, the spot mm-hmm. from that pod on, you know what I mean? Like there was enough moments in the match that like I ended up enjoying it, you know, more than I ever anticipated. Yeah. That Especially Bronson considering Reed. Guy, Montez Ford is a guy like, I don't like seeing, you know what I mean? So like, and he had, he had some shine there at the end. So, uh, you did. know, I, uh, we're going to get, we'll, we'll get, it was good. We'll get to Ford in a minute. I just want yeah. to say real quick, Reed had some – he did show some strength off. Like, I know he manhandled Damian Priest at one point, threw him into the actual, like, grate of the of the, mm-hmm. the chamber. Uh, they did, once again, in this match, of course, the pod has to uh, break because – It was it different, be? though. It was different because this time, Bronson Reed ran at it, and his oh. fucking, you need to cut his arms off or something because his body can't <laughs> fit through that fucking pod. So he slams into the pod and only the other guy goes through. So I was like, and it didn't go through all the way. So it's right. different. He didn't go through it. He didn't go through. He just hit that's it true. his arms on the pillars. That's, that's funny. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Ford entered last. Montez yeah. Ford was in. And the thing about Montez Ford that I just, I got to figure this out, man. Like, I know he's probably a 90s kid. He grew up attitude era yeah, the yeah. dude's doing crotch chops and fake yeah. ass people's elbows like bro <laughs> what 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 are you doing in there I like know. who are you it's yeah. and yo he's doing crotch chops in the middle of like selling a move sometimes or setting up for a move it was just i'm it's not too I, much it's too much yeah it's too much overacting over selling over um i don't know just, just like overdoing everything like overdoing the the act just because mm-hmm. it's just like it makes me like cringe watching. I'm like, you don't seem cool. You know what I mean? Like right. you could be a cool mm-hmm. guy, but I was like, but you don't seem even remotely cool. Um, and then like, you know, he's athletic, so he does cool shit, and people go, oh, they're mesmerized. Oh, look at how high he jumped. You know, and it's like, yeah, but like lots of guys can do that these days. You know, like you see him throw punches, John. Like, I was like, oh. ew. You know what I mean? I'm like, ew. <laughs> Do you have you thrown a punch before, dude? Like, he I don't needs know. Work. Maybe, he needs. I know work. it's wrestling, right? And it's the shit is fake. And but you know a good punch, right? Scott Hall had good punches. Brett had mm-hmm. good punches. You know, like, you know guys who had good punches. Rock had great punches. One of his yeah, idols. Rock, he should study yeah, Rock's punch. Exactly. I was watching him and I was like, ew. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, this doesn't even look like you're fighting. And he made every. I feel like everything he does doesn't look like a fight. It looks super fake. Like the criticism of like high flying guys or whatever. He when he's in the match, I, that's what I feel like it is, and like mm-hmm. the mannerisms and the sounds, and it's just like, ugh, spare me, spare me. That's interesting. I so he's thirty two years old. Um, he's not a young boy, you know, for wrestling, and I feel like they need to work with him, man. They really, because yeah. I personally, I believe he's got a chance to be a big star for them, mm-hmm. appeal to a great demographic that they need mm-hmm. and yeah. that that they deserve to have because he's got a great look and um i just they need to work with him because you said it like it's just too much it's too hokey it don't look mm-hmm. like he knows who he is in a 32 you gotta start mm-hmm. to figure it out duke what do you think of um athletically he's awesome but what do you think of him in this match and the overall presentation with montez ford yeah i think i agree with what you guys are saying as far as like his lack of like you know he needs to be 
somebody needs to take him aside and you know mm-hmm. be like bro like slow down yeah, you know the, like bit. everybody yeah. else yeah just like take him aside and be like yo but he does have the one thing that you can't teach i do think he has like charisma i really do like i feel like um like you've mentioned john when he came out i was like damn like he looks like a million bucks you know and like He's gotten in better and better shape over time. You know, he's like kind of like bigger now. Obviously, crazy athletic. That frog splash is insane. The height <laughs> that he gets on it. But um, <laughs> hate it. But yeah, I agree. I think that um, he does need to learn his thing. You mentioned like a '90s kid, and he's like doing the crotch chops and blah blah blah. Like, I'm sick to death of this cosplay bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta at some point you can emulate right like guys have always emulated and like but you make it your own like you don't come out and just do like you're a fanboy basically Mm -hmm. you're in there like doing someone else's shit like Mm -hmm. you can you can pay homage to people you know like if punk's done it you know like he comes out with the macho man stuff but he puts his spin on it macho mm-hmm. man never wore kick pads yeah, yeah punk's mm-hmm. got the yellow kick pads on you know but like now all these these wrestlers like literally cosplaying you know yeah. like um what's her name at the royal rumble dakota kai coming out as fucking doja cat like <laughs> yeah, what are we yeah, doing yeah. be mm-hmm. you you have to find yourself mm-hmm. and like i think who knows if he will because like you mentioned he is 32 but I do think that um, he could be something. I mean, he's super athletic. I think him and Bianca could like fucking own the the sky's the limit. Yeah, Yeah. like 100 percent. But I do think that, you know, they're not as like finely tuned as they used to be. I think exactly like exactly like even when these people hit the ropes now, when you look at them, it's like they don't even know how to hit the ropes, man. Mm -hmm. Like. How are they on Monday Night Raw? You know, yeah. learning but on I the do job. I think that Tez has that. I think he has something to him, though. You know, and we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, there is a spot, and we'll we'll go through the eliminations really quick because Bronson Reed was eliminated with all the guys having to gang up, and you know, you had Gargano hitting his final beat finisher, Rollins with the stomp, Ford with the big frog splash. So, Bronson Reed eliminated. You had that spot, Frank, you mentioned where uh, Johnny Gargano delivered the Hurricane Rana to Seth mm-hmm. Rollins off the pod. And it, it, that was the spot you're talking about where everybody was waiting, right? Too, yeah. A little too long. That one and then Montez's spot as well. And Montez. Oh, well, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. like, that's that. I mean, I'm going to come off as both you know, dangerous, a com- complete hater because, like, I'm not <laughs> hating on uh, Gargano's as much as Montez's. But with Montez's, they were both waiting way too long for these people and then in johnny gargano's mm-hmm. case then nobody even caught him <laughs> damian uh, Reed no. was supposed to catch uh, him no. he just ate shit um and rollins barely you know clipped the guys at the end of that and i think that yeah. i thought that spot was kind of cool so at least but like montez's spot where he like he climbs the cage and he's just above and like everybody just is like waiting underneath him. i'm like walk away the guy yeah. has to fall just let you him fall to, flat face let him fall and kill himself and then you pin him you know what I mean? Like, why are you all waiting underneath him, watching him like hang from the thing until he gets over you? And then you like, I this is how was- I usually think. And you guys yeah, will yeah. be like, it's wrestling, but it is hard with some of these, right? To like yeah, suspend yeah. Like, your disbelief. With the chamber, it's just like, it's supposed to be like this deadly affair. And it's everybody is just waiting for you guys ever for you to fall on them. It's like, it's funny. I don't know, man. Like, maybe less guys too. I get it. It's dangerous, but like, it's everybody in the ring just standing there like this. Like, 
like basically yeah, maybe just like, two guys maybe <laughs> we're gonna catch exactly yeah make it a little more interesting i know they don't want to kill a guy but it just you know it's hard to suspend like all disbelief but you know, you know not everybody there's seventeen thousand fans there we're probably mm-hmm. maybe there's 10 other oh, yeah. people there yeah, yeah, that yeah, are yeah, thinking exactly. like us exactly not that yeah, we're these like sure. og original thinkers yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like bro like they just love that stuff. These no, they were losing their minds. I mean, you saw the crowd losing their minds. So it is. Yeah. It is, so what the fuck do we know? Um, yeah. Johnny Gargano was eliminated <laughs> after that spot where he uh, did the Hurricanron off the pod and almost died. Basically, almost yeah. in his face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They he was eliminated by Priest after <laughs> he hit the the Razor's Edge. Montez Ford put out Priest with a the blockbuster, and um, that was off the top of the pod as well, which was a pretty good uh i guess accuracy for him to like mm-hmm. catch the neck like that and uh yeah. once again i mentioned it earlier the formula is if you get some shit in you're next to go out you could see it coming so we start to build to these eliminations montez mm-hmm. ford tried to flog frog splash but theory got his knees up rollins delivered a stomp theory pinned montez ford and he was out we were down to monte or we were down to seth rollins and austin theory those are your final yeah. two and um this is where uh, the cage had to be also open. The chamber had to be pretty, open. Pretty predictable Sorry. final two as well. You know, yes. it's like the champion. Yes. And but the you did enjoy the match. So it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, how no, you... I did. I did. Yeah, I did. But I'm with you. It was predictable. So the chamber had to be opened because Montez Ford was selling an injury. Did a good job of selling it. The timing seemed weird because you didn't know if he's really banged up. But I was watching, you know, Sharon. I'm like, this Logan Paul should be out any minute. You know, we, you know what's happening. It's just an excuse to get the chamber door open. Here comes Logan Paul. I didn't know he'd do the front, the curb stomp, but he delivered a stomp to Rollins. Austin Theory ends up winning the match, and we're setting up Logan Paul, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania for better or worse. And you know what? It's a shame. Is like it is a you know big, I guess a big ticket match for them at least in their minds. But I was thinking, and I was like watching Gargano and Rollins go at it. I'm like, damn. Rollins could really elevate Gargano for like at a mania match if they put together a good feud and did something cool because I like their chemistry or even Montez Ford and Rollins. But anyway, we're getting Rollins. Well, he doesn't he it's he doesn't have as many YouTube followers as Logan Paul does. Mm -hmm. That's true. You do need those followers. Um before we get to that stuff with the well, the Logan Paul. I'm hoping this podcast, I'm hoping this podcast blows up eventually and I could fucking win the title soon because I'm sick of this (laughs) shit. I'm sick of this disrespect I can deal with on this show. I'm about to pin Cody because I once I get a million followers. <laughs> Yo, well, will you will you take the Saudi blood money? Yes, I will because I'm not above it because I'm poor. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know you get you get the uh, come you on get man, no soul pays you very well. Don't put us on blast <laughs> yeah, like this. Job we just had you out on assignment, mm-hmm. right? That big assignment. Um, real quick, my rating on the match: five out of ten. I think it was a very, you know, average to above average chamber match. I think the guys worked hard. Very predictable, like you said, even the final two. You had good action, though. Spots, some were original, some were we've seen before. Solid work. So I got five out of ten. Nice even five out of ten. What do you got? Uh, either one of you. you got? I got it at three and a half stars out of five. Oh, wow. So you like John that. Boy scale, that would be like a seven. Um yeah, I thought it was fine. I mean, I can't front. Like, I enjoyed most of what I saw in there. I thought Johnny Gargano finally looked decent. Rollins, I think, is, you know, a top two guy in that company, two or three guy in that company. After um, Cody. No, after 
Gunther. Um, uh, you know, like I just, you know, I just thought guys had moments. Even um, Damien Priest, like I don't like Damien Priest, but at least he did like some big guy stuff. You know, like it looked effective, mm. like it worked in them. So you know, Montez Ford, I could do without, but he had spots. Bronson Reed, a big refrigerator. Um, you know, so like it is what it is. I thought it was. I thought it was fun though overall. And I, I, when it was done, I found myself going like, okay, I could have done without the Jake Paul or Logan Paul, but um, you know, I mean, that's my. That's where they're going. Everywhere. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that's your is. life. <laughs> Duke, what'd you have on the match? I gave it a five out of ten. Ah, even Steven. I thought, thought it was just. It's another. It's another elimination chamber match, man. Yeah. It's not anything I'm ever going to put back on, you know, when I'm when I'm getting ready for that elimination chamber season. I'm not going <laughs> to pop on that 2023 and be like, man, I got to see Logan Paul's big debut in the chamber, brother. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it was but uh... yeah, cool, cool spots. You know, it was fun enough. Like for me, like this whole event was I was waiting for the main event. You know, exactly. Everything sure. else was just kind of. I think maybe that's why I was so well, not so high, but like higher on the rest of it, maybe more so than you guys, because yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by the women's rumble. Yeah. Pleasantly surprised by the I mean elimination chamber, chamber pleasantly yep. surprised by the men's chamber. The mm-hmm. other two matches didn't do anything for me, but like the ch- chambers, I was like, okay, I, I didn't hate them. And I've been hating yeah. on them. So well, we watched the uh, Survivor Series War Games. I'm pretty sure like all my ratings were super bottom of the barrel yeah, because yeah. I wasn't even looking forward to their main event. It was like Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns at the time. But with this one, I'm with you. Like I'm I'm being a little more generous and I had a I was in a good mood. Uh, however, I was watching the show for the main event and it's it's a weird thing when like you don't literally care about any yeah, other yeah, match. Yeah, for sure. Not any, you know, it's just it's a different type of uh vibe, but let's talk about the main event. We got to get into it. Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, world title, universal WWE, universal championship, world heavyweight. I don't even know what the hell you want to call it. That's uh, it. Galaxy Alliance, WWE, all-time all-stars championship of the world. Yes. <laughs> Undisputed WWE, universal yes. championship hey. of the world. Uh, Sami Zayn versus nope. Roman Reigns. You know, I almost had it. I almost had it. I, I, I said of the world, which doesn't because you can't <laughs> can't be a universal of the world. world. It's the it's the belt, guys. It's the blue belt and the black belt. You know you know what it is. Why is the the SmackDown title blue, but the WWE titles still black? Like if they want to be all even, why not just have the black and or well, the red and the blue? And and that's like the universal title, and that was originally red. red right, right, because it was on Raw. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and then I, I got guess. Sure. They need to do something with these titles. Oh, yeah. yeah get, I mean, you can just get rid of them yeah, altogether exactly. and just go back to the fucking winged eagle, the most beautiful trophy in the mm-hmm. history of sports entertainment. You could We're do manifesting that. it. We've been manifesting it. I remember when Cody left AEW, I said, he's going to go to WWE. He's going to win the title. Winged eagle. That was my dream. Let's make it happen. It's happening. All right. Let's go with this main event. Package was good. Real quick, I do think we should talk about Logan Paul though, because I do think that I just think that the listeners like are big fans of Logan Paul. They're really going to lose their minds for Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. Listen, man, it's the truth. It's going to be a good match. People kill us. Is it going to be a good match, or is it going to be like an athletic ballet? Exactly, an athletic, you know, good good athletic contest. Yeah, like is it even a contest though? Are they just going to like? 
see who can jump the highest. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but, but, but Logan Paul being a heel douchebag, I'm with it, man. Cause he is one of the most unlikable fucking guys I've ever seen on television. So <laughs> I'm at least glad that they're like embracing that. Like he's coming out and being a little prick to Seth because like, I hope Seth Rollins beats his ass like for real. Mm. I hope he stiffs him. I hope he potatoes him. How mad are you so, guys going to be when not only does Logan Paul beat Rollins, but then he screws Cody out of the fucking title, <laughs> and then it's a Logan Paul versus Cody. He just holds the belts months. up at the end. Yeah, there you exactly. go. yeah, there you go. Yeah, why not? Oh, See, it's happening. The thing is, that will but happen. But the thing is about that, Frank, to answer your question, to get mad, you actually have to give a fuck, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck. So yeah. About Logan Paul? Yeah, none whatsoever. Right. So kill us in the comments again, you fucking Logan Paul simps. <laughs> um, well, the main event, they had the video package. We've, we've, let's be honest. I'll be honest at least. I'm a late bloomer with the bloodline story with Sammy. I was not really into it. We covered the Survivor Series. I still wasn't really into it because Sammy and KO were, on record, not huge fans of those guys individually, mm-hmm. but um, they really? totally they, they totally sold us and sold me anyway at the Rumble. I thought it was just an amazing job they did at the end. But now, uh, this video package it, it sort of ties it all together. Why we're here, Sami Zayn now no longer part of the bloodline. Roman Reigns, we're in Montreal. This is uh, pro wrestling sports entertainment at its best because you have the crowd hotter than hot we're going to get into what you guys thought of the crowd the chance and all that stuff but before we do that i heard um michael cole mention on sammy's way down to the ring that ivan koloff was uh from montreal and he ended bruno's legendary run of Mm. uh 2800 days and i was like damn that's a cool little stat like what what if they do pull the trigger with sammy you know because it was just like a ridiculous thing for Ivan Koloff to be Bruno. Well, and first be... off, he's a liar because Ivan Koloff is the Russian bear. Well, kayfabe, bro. Are you telling me that? Come on, brother. Are you kidding me? I didn't mean that. I don't. Sorry. I don't want to well, kill you. My Sam... life's a lie. Yeah. Right. What? <laughs> and also, I, I don't. Next, know you'll, you next, you'll tell me Scott Hall isn't Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> And next, next, I'm going to tell you, Devon you know and Bubba Ray aren't too? brothers. You know what's funny, Frank? You love him like he is. <laughs> yeah, I do. Latino. Yeah, you for know, sure. like, definitely. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> well, I got East. I got ECW. All right, so we're we're kayfabing out here. We're fucking. <laughs> we're we're letting people know that Ivan Kolov isn't really Russian. Mm-hmm. Like. Disappointing Break. people. Go on. Bubba and Devon aren't brothers. What? Yeah, this no. is terrible. I'm not even going to talk about Kane and Undertaker. I'm not going to do that. So ECW one night stand vibes from me or Money in the Bank vibes, Punk versus Cena. Did you guys get those feelings early on? No, I did not get that. But I did get. A, <laughs> I did think the. I did think the reaction was great from the crowd. I just didn't get that feeling. You know, I got. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I would compare that feeling to, but like I did think it was something 
pretty special because I had read online too that somebody was like, "Oh, the crowd was dead by the end of like the main event. Like the crowd wasn't as hot." So I was like, as like a Cody hater going into the to that match, I'm like, "Oh no, did Sammy like, <laughs> you know, not get the reaction we'd hoped for? You know, or I <laughs> hoped for?" Um, but like I thought the crowd was really good. It's it's funny, right? Because the Montreal crowd is very good, but like, and like they make noise, but they don't seem quite as loud as some of these like rabid fan crowds i guess like if you're in philly i think like that ecw show or i think those chicago shows you know or i think of any kind of like new york crowd they could get like psycho pops for the like their mm-hmm. boys you know where yep. like this was like a huge it was like he'll probably never get a bigger pop <clears throat> whatever but it just like it's the sound like the uh you know like when i'm listening to it it just doesn't you know quite hit as hard as like some of those other pops where you're like oh my god that pop like even his pop at the rumble i felt was like bigger than the overall pop this building was given when he hit with the chair yeah exactly but that being said though i thought the crowd was really good you know about as as good as you can expect from montreal i just think they're nicer people probably so they're like not (laughs) yeah exactly yeah they're not quite as actually what i was gonna say yeah yeah i think that um that one night stand like crowd like the (laughs) scene versus rvd like it wasn't even that they were pro RVD. They were so anti Cena. Like yeah. they were like rabid, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. where Montreal, like they were cheering on their bud. Although they did end up they saying, did the like, FU, FU Roman. Roman. Yeah, which is kind of surprising yeah, my... to me. No, but you guys are right about the the kindness of the Montreal. It's like they're they're yeah. nicely telling him the F off, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. They were they were on point with their chance. And when I said the ECW one night stand or the money in the bank, I guess I also meant the home court advantage for um Sammy, the Montreal home yeah, court. Yeah, and advantage. like real quick, and then I'll let you get go mm-hmm. on. But it know what this reminded me of was when Eddie beat Brock for the title. If yeah, I were to maybe, compare it to yeah, anything, maybe, yeah, it was I think more like cool. yeah those kind of vibes the underdog guy you're like oh shit like they're mm-hmm. gonna let him do this you know yeah that's kind of what i compared it to yeah I yeah i i think um the difference for ecw one night stand or money in the bank with punk versina is i had a genuine rooting interest in those matches where i wanted mm-hmm. to see rvd win and i wanted to see mm-hmm. punk win in this one i was more wanting roman to win, to win just because mm-hmm. i want the punk or the roman versus cody but uh let's get into the match because you know there was a very long pause be- before they locked up and um samantha Irvin, the ring announcer i, I gotta say she's got to be the worst they've had in a very long time i just <laughs> i just don't know what she's doing when she introduces these people but um she introduced them the crowd went nuts uh for sammy the chants were strong. The chants went on for, I, I didn't clock it, but would you guys say at least five minutes where they just stood and stared at each other yeah. after the bell rang? A good I'd five say about, minutes. Uh, about 47 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. It felt like it felt like an eternity in, in a good way. They, they really milked it. And I got to mm-hmm. say, maybe you guys don't agree, but to me, this is real heat for Roman, like wrestling, pro wrestling heat. Like it's not cheap. It's not trashy. Like MJ, like MJF stuff lately, it just doesn't feel like they're not cheering for Roman at all. In other words, like they don't no, want to yeah. see Roman win, so it felt mm-hmm. good to watch like a heel versus a babyface again. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, hostile crowd, but not as hostile as ECW for sure. Um, and and really quick I, about the crowd, yeah. I just wanted to point out. I don't know if you guys saw there was like a guy like when Sammy's coming out, it's like if Sammy 
loses we riot yes. sign like classic right and, you so know good. instantly i'm like whatever but i saw a line floating around that there was someone with a sign in the crowd that said if roman yep. wins we exit in a common orderly fashion <laughs> you know what yep. i mean it's like that was yeah, so that's, good yeah like that's, that's the best yep yeah. that was that's really your good. win sign sign of the night and that's yeah. more mm-hmm. accurate they got to start with the we riot signs because there hasn't been a riot yet you know what i mean it's like stop lying yeah. to me i'm waiting well <laughs> hold up i'm going to wrestlemania if if Cody loses, if Cody loses, I'm starting a riot. Okay, seventy thousand. Well, you better get my back, though. Yeah, maybe I'll go <laughs> um, just to be there for the riot. Yeah, just for the beer. <laughs> so the crowd was eating up like all the moves early on because Sammy was getting an offense, and you know he 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 proved he could sort of stand toe to toe with the the tribal chief. Um, Roman talking during the match. This is something he's mastered, I guess, like in this run his God mode run. Mm-hmm. I love this, like talking crap throughout the match stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was doing it with uh, Sammy's wife at ringside. Yep. Do you guys like this stuff? And so, so watching this match, I gave them a lot of credit for that last match, but then like watching this match, I was like, man, you know, like Roman, it feels like Roman has like, like found his lane. Finally. You know what I mean? Like, I feel oh, yeah. like yep. I'm like, when I was watching him, you know, I've never liked Roman, you know, and like I thought it was unfair the treatment he got from fans because it's not his mm-hmm. fault. He's getting pushed to the moon regardless mm-hmm. of what we want. Right? But like, but I also didn't think he was good. You know, I didn't think he was anything special. He looked good. But I was watching this match thinking like, man, I was like, Roman is like nailing this, you know, like all the talking, like the match again, it is what it is. Sammy made it entertaining, you know, interesting in terms of just a wrestling match, but all the, like the, the, you know, the psychology, the, the the character work that Roman was doing, the interactions with his wife. I even like the wife responding, which is always, you know, you're rolling the dice because it could be super <laughs> cringy and maybe she was borderline almost there. But I like that, like, it felt like she knew what was happening. She was like, he loved you, you know what I mean? Or whatever, saying mm-hmm. that shit to Roman. When Roman, so I was like, okay. Because at first I was like, lady, stop saying so much. But then I was like, well, I think it works, you know, because it feels like <laughs> yep. she's part of it. And that's her husband, so it makes sense, right? So... Yeah, just watching that match, I was like, damn, I think I was like, Roman's finally like figured this shit all out, you know? And like, it felt not that he hasn't felt like a top guy because obviously he's a fucking the top guy, but it felt like this dude is, you know, now in that place. Now he, I think like he deserves that spot now, you know? And um, I thought it was very good. I thought he did, uh, you know, I thought it was exceptional. And um, yeah, like it, it put like Roman in a different light for me, like at least just in that match, you know, because I was just like, man, I was like, I think this is good. I was intrigued. And that's not my shit. Typically, I like a work rate type of match, mm-hmm. you know, give me Kurt Angle and Benoit, you know what I mean? Doing something where, where they're not talking at all. And that's more what I like to watch in wrestling matches. But I thought this was very effective. I thought it was good. I thought Sammy played that like character well as, you know, taking that beating, his wife. I just thought, I just thought they really did good overall the match is whatever i'm, but I'm glad shit. to hear you say all that because it definitely deserves its credit there was things like roman saying like, like i wanted to provide for you to the wife yeah, yeah, yeah. comments like that and you're right the wife was um towing the line but playing her part yeah. and i think once you get real family involved in some of these stories this is an old school thing i remember they would always involve Stu and helen they would mm-hmm. involve diana hart um, you know, it's been done with Mick Foley's wife, I believe, at different times. And like you said, it's a yeah. gamble. But when you get the family involved, it's just more compelling to me, especially when it works this well. And also to your point, you're usually into some work rate stuff. 
650 less moves than most mm-hmm. matches now, mm-hmm. but more investment from from people even like you. And that's a testament. Duke, what do you think of this story unfolding um, and the trash talking? That was my original point with Roman. I mean, from the moment he came out, like, you know, very slow, very methodical. I give the WWE a lot of shit for their camera work. They're they're zooming in real quick and stuff. The camera work with his entrance, I thought was fantastic. Um, Paulie, once again, the fucking icing on the cake, staring at Roman like a creep, holding that title up. There's a shot where Paulie's holding the title. They zoom down to the other title very slowly on Roman's waist and then zoom yeah. up and show him again like... The presentation, once again, Frank, you said exactly what I feel. Roman Reigns, I said it since we've started. I think he looks like a million bucks. When you go to the show, you know who the star is, right? Mm -hmm. But in the ring, he's average. Yeah, And they've now made this thing where his matches are basically television shows Mm -hmm. like this match was super overbooked with multiple ref bumps but Mm -hmm. what happens when that happens you get to see roman do his thing Mm -hmm. he talks his shit you know i like you said like i made you i did this i did that like he's he's acting and in wrestling where it's so cringy normally it's mm-hmm. actually really good and compelling. And like he's found his thing. He's not ever going to win you over with his work rate, you know, but they suck you in with the story. And as I said, you know, wrestling is, I think it can be all different things. But like my personal thing is I love great storytelling. And I think that they've obviously told a great story with this whole bloodline thing. But like in this match, it was again just more great storytelling you know there was that's to another level i think now with the, their storytelling is is it's they've taken to another level and you're yeah, saying it's like a like television the, show the, that's a like, good way to put it and the last one you know in the last show we reviewed the rumble like mm-hmm. we talked more about after the match right than the actual match <laughs> like because yeah. it's just compelling entertainment you yeah. know and yeah. like i agree with you 100 percent, frank like I almost wanted to talk first because I was like, fuck, I hope Frank doesn't say this because I'm going to just agree with him. Uh, yeah, yeah. And like, I completely agree. Like, he's found his thing, man. And like, this was super compelling television for me. Yeah. And I, we could go over the moves in the match, but we won't because the story, I mean, there's a few things that, that happened. There was a great, you know, blue thunder bomb by Sammy. They had good chemistry as workers, even. Uh, and it you all know, like good. Sammy doing Roman's moves, you know. Yes. Yeah. Sammy like doing Roman's moves. Superman punch and yeah. stuff like that was cool, but yeah. Diving out I wanna, of the ring. Real go quick ahead. before you move on, John, about the blue thunder bomb and that pin, like that, you know, near fall. fall. Dude. Paulie's face on the outside when that happened, he just had this like, like he wasn't reacting. Mm. He was like, "Fuck, it's over," you know. And yep. it was so perfect. And when he like he like he yelled like at, like at the kick out at the same time, you know. Like I was just like, "Damn, Paulie is so money all the time." You know what I mean? Like that guy. And it's so funny mm-hmm. because like you mentioned about Montez Ford, Frank, like his mm-hmm. overreacting yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Like Paulie's so subtle when he yeah. does it, mm-hmm. you know, like when he stares at Roman, like when Roman speaks or like, 
when he's looking at that title and it's the same thing like very subtly you know like he'll look and be like oh and i'll like grab his chest like oh my god i thought you know the ride was over you know like that's my meal ticket you know (laughs) it's funny that um you know they can get away with this stuff now in the world with short attention spans and people who want total nonstop action you know no pun with tna but like they want that shit it's like a lot of servings of action all at once, but they slowed it down to the level of, and I heard Triple H say in the press conference, like something about Pat Patterson shining, looking down probably, mm-hmm. and Trips got emotional, you know, and I think Pat Patterson was always a, a proponent for storytelling. And I remember Shawn Michaels and guys saying, Pat Patterson would tell us, if we if we get knocked down, like there used to be a double down in wrestling for people who don't know, like they don't really do it much anymore. You guys know, like a double clothesline. These guys are laying on the floor mm-hmm. on the mat for and they would say Pat would say to these guys, like, stay down forever. Like, wait, make the crowd want more. And I think that could still work. Like they're showing that you can slow it down, still tell a story when done right. This isn't going to be mm-hmm. every feud, every match, obviously, mm-hmm. across wrestling because you want action. But um this is done right and it's done well and that's rare and uh to your point with paulie i don't think any of this works not the bloodline not my interest not your guys interest probably it doesn't work no, without sure. Paul Haim. Absolutely um, not. he's like literally the blood uh the heart and soul of this bloodline feud in my yep. opinion um and like with the, but yeah also not to cut you off like because i'm not the biggest roman guy i've said in the past how like I think he's pretty average in the ring. He's really, really, really stepped his game up, like with the psychology, you know, which is what I like in wrestling. Like just the cockiness, the arrogance, you know, like laughing at Sammy, like, bro, you don't have a chance, man. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know who I am? You know, like I just love it so much. And like, again, Never going to watch it, a right? Roman Reigns. Yeah, I'm never going to watch a Roman Reigns match, though, to see him fucking put somebody, you know, in an arm bar. I'm going to watch it because it's compelling television. Mm-hmm. So there were, um, you mentioned earlier, some ref bumps, and that gave Roman a chance to talk his shit. But um, this led to Jimmy Uso coming down. And, you know, they were told to stay home by Roman. Uh they were just told to observe, but of course that wasn't to be. And there was some 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 chatter about the Usos not being allowed in Canada. There's some DUI stuff. I'll have to you know look into how they were allowed back in or how they worked that out. I'm not Vince so paid sure. them off, brother. Come on. I don't Vince know. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know what the uh, the legal Papa Vince you know, is back. But he regardless, gets, brother, he got people off a of murder. Man, come on. You don't think he can get somebody mm-hmm. off a of DUI? Come on. So Jimmy Uso Papa showed Finn's up. Got that bread, bread. Performed a splash on Sammy. I think the crowd was, uh, you know, they were, we were, we were getting some near falls that were predictable, but the crowd still ate it up, and it was cool. You know, you knew that wasn't it. You got something, Frank? I wanted to point out, and it kind of bugged me. This is probably one of the, the biggest thing that bugged me in the match, and I'm sure it's happened in other matches. And people who are going to do the research can find examples, but like. Jay, we had the ref bump, so there's no referee, and Jay comes out, or who was it? Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy it was comes Jimmy. Out. Jimmy. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy comes out, and he does all his shits, frog splash, whatever he did, right? As soon as he finishes his last move, the ref slides in and is counting the bunch <laughs> yeah. of... I'm like, why is this ref, ref in such a rush to get to the ring to count the cheater? 
And you also, mean, like, right, was and this he watched them no do it. match? Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. I, f- I thought the same thing. When that, These are when the I errors saw that we can ref nitpick. slide, yep. and I don't even hate that ref, actually. I kind of like it. He's that <laughs> Asian guy. You know what I mean? I kind of like that, dude. Mm-hmm. But, and, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. He did his job, but it's just like... You, the guy just cheated the second he was done his move. That referee sliding in one, two, and it's like a you know a false finish. And it was just like, dude, that doesn't make sense. Why? Why are you so plausibly running to the ring? You know what I mean? To like count out a guy who's being cheated. You know, out of the match, like it doesn't yep. make sense. You know, but whatever. That was my only thing I wanted. To no, say no, that's a nitpick, situation. and it's no. it's it's a nitpick that's fair because yeah, I would yeah. do it too. You know, uh, so that's fair. But then, uh, so Sami Zayn seeing Jimmy after he kicked out of that, by the way. Uh, new referee, Sami Zayn sees Jimmy. He takes him out on the apron, and that gives Roman a chance to, to hit another spear. I think it was the second spear on Sammy. Another near fall. And afterwards, Reigns, and uh, he was coming at Sammy hard. He accidentally hit another the other referee, the second ref. And that's yeah. when Paul Heyman, he hands a Ra- Roman a chair. And this is when Jey Uso enters the match. And it's a little, you know, it's a callback to the Royal Rumble. He stands in front of Sammy. He being Jey Uso stands in front of Sammy, preventing Roman from kind of hitting him with the chair, hitting Sammy with the chair. Roman hands the chair to to Jey Uso, kind of wants him to pull the trigger, quote unquote. He wants him to take out Sammy. Jey Uso, hesitant, won't do it. He's about to leave. Sammy goes for a spear on Roman. Roman moves. Sammy hits Jey. That allows Roman to get the win by eventually spearing Sammy. So, it was a bit, uh, you guys said, overbooked. A lot going on. But it gave Roman a chance to retain. It makes Sammy look as if, you know, it took, he gave him, he took him to the limit. It was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he he almost got there. So the crowd can kind of believe that he had a chance. Let's talk about the post-match and then you guys could talk about, you know, the finish in general. But post-match, it was Reigns and Jimmy attacking Sammy Zayn's until Kevin Owens comes out. And another nitpick. Yeah. Well, uh, what's your nitpick? I think we might have the same similar nitpick. Well, well, his music, his music hitting is my first nitpick because it's just like, you know, wait, let me hit my music before I go out and save this guy. Uh, That was my main nitpick besides his shitty stunners. But what's your nitpick? Mine was, why are you waiting until after the match, dog? Like they were cheating. They were beating the shit out of him during the match. Why don't you just come out and I know you don't want to cost the match and beat up Jay or Jimmy. You know what I mean? And then it's like, and then. You even the odds during the match, and you don't have to have this fucking predicament at the end, you know. And it's right. just like it's like logic stuff, you know. But that's always the case. So the the logic, the logic that I think they might, the way they might defend that is Kevin Owens got his head beat in at Rumble, and Sammy waited till the last minute, and uh, maybe Kevin was like paying him back. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I think that yeah. the explanation by Kevin Owens. I believe I is, yeah, yeah. is is that uh, he was doing it for himself, not for Sammy. That's the it. the latest. That's the latest uh, word from Ko, as we heard on Raw. But um, the bottom line is Jay Uso still semi loyal to Roman, but trying to be loyal to, to Sammy. And you know what we're getting here is the Jay Uso, Sammy Zayn eventual. I guess you know. We're going to see Jay eventually align with brother Jimmy, I'm assuming, right? That's where we're going. That's kind of what I predict. That's kind of what I thought this was going to lead to. You're going to have the Usos versus Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, WrestleMania tag titles. You definitely are not a proponent of this tag title run. You don't think it's that important and definitely not important enough to main 
like be a main attraction at mania mm-hmm. but that's probably where we're going um and with this we're gonna have cody rose versus roman reigns now for the titles at least now that's looks like where we're going first of all how do you feel about the match what's your rating and then we'll talk about what we're doing afterwards with mania and how this all shaked out what's your ratings well i give it just like the rumble i believe i gave it the same grade of four stars out of five mm-hmm. for, the, for the segment you know if it was just the wrestling yeah. match you know it is what it is right like the wrestling aspects of it but this was so much more um it was compelling i thought roman you know looked good i don't think i've ever given roman as much props as i've had the last you know few events for them um mm-hmm. yeah so i give it four stars out of five i thought it was i thought it lived up to the hype enough you know like going into this especially for elimination chamber where it's a pay-per-view where historically we're always like well it's stupid because nothing's gonna happen right <laughs> we're going to mania why are we doing this and really nothing did happen i guess but you know the story was so effective that it made it good it made the show end on a pretty high note i could have done without kevin owens but uh <laughs> What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, Duke, what's your rating? Real quick, Frank. So you gave this a four out of five stars. Mm-hmm. So like, that's a pretty high rating. Yeah, that's a good rating. So like, will you like revisit this match? Maybe, you know, like yeah, I got to like, see, you know, like I don't mm-hmm. revisit a whole ton of WWE stuff ever, you mm-hmm. know, like lately in the last 10 years, but potentially like i will see how like this plays out like going like if it's in mania and it's just a tag team match and all it's like maybe i'm like less intrigued to go back because i know where the payoff is just a tag team match but like if things change by mania you know what i mean and he ends up in the in the main event or something then things you know then maybe i do revisit this and like if we're going to see the historic Sami Zayn culmination of a world title at mania story and all this shit like i would watch those things again but if it's a tag team match you know it's like maybe 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 if i'm yeah. feeling froggy mm-hmm. maybe if i turn like into that's a, a that is like that's a high rating like mm-hmm. that's that's good yeah, four out of five yeah. what you have duke for me like i did enjoy it for sure like i mentioned like i felt like i was watching like a story you know like a tv mm-hmm. show um once again r- roman like really stepped his game up mm-hmm. a weird thing about me that was distracting as shit is roman has veneers now yeah and it's so distracting to me <laughs> like that's like all, all i see when he talks that's funny but um no i thought it was good i thought it was uh definitely compelling i i do think like you know for that crowd i think the fucking roof would have popped off if sammy won like Mm-hmm. you know like i think it would have been a very cool moment that might have been revisited and might have made it better yeah. but um i still enjoyed it and i gave it a 6.5 out of 10 i think it was above average i think it was very good i think roman was fantastic in it like i said all the subtle things that he did and just being the cocky jerk off like laughing at sammy and like blowing him kisses and mm-hmm. you know like being rude to his family you know like um it was compelling and i enjoyed it but it's not a match that i'm ever gonna you know go back on or i would Mm -hmm. show somebody like oh man you got to see this roman reigns Sami Zayn classic but i did enjoy it 6.5 out of 10 yeah i'm in the like somewhere in the middle of both of you i feel the same way your sentiments exactly both of you for the crowd type level the interaction the great tension the drama it's all about storytelling and wwe's finally doing it again at least with this 
story at least mm-hmm. so i'm 6.8 out of 10 which is you know pretty darn good for me um Absolutely. let's talk about so frank you had a quote a while ago about cody um you said sometimes the story don't end all that well or whatever your quote <laughs> was about how like sometimes you don't get the happy ending i guess mm-hmm. um and with that with sammy for that usually <laughs> yeah i realized i set that up there <laughs> with sammy um he didn't get the title here and we can probably debate or d- discuss why you think might he might have deserves it here or why you think they should you know pull the trigger on that or maybe maybe you don't th- think it but for me i feel like it would have been a huge mistake to do it here other than for that pop yeah. you get the pop but then what's the follow-up you you end this man's run at a February pay-per-view and yes, you get the pop, but um, Mm. you know, like I said, you said that there's not always the happy, you know, ending, (laughs) you know, like I don't think the right decision would have been to give Sammy the title tonight. You know, like I don't agree with that. Like you can't do that. Like it's a historic run. It's a few weeks before mania. It's a, it's a pointless pay-per-view historically, you know, it's like, I don't, I listen, the crowd reaction would have been epic, you know, one of those all-timers probably, but it just doesn't make sense. I don't think that means you don't give them the title at Mania, you know, but like, <laughs> but I think that's the proper way to end the story. Hmm. But, you know, if it doesn't happen, well, what can you do? You know, Cody signed that big contract. So mm-hmm. what are we going to Roman, uh, Roman's going to be busy that night. Yeah. <laughs> Roman is gonna... So the thing I have is... um with Sammy over the last year, like never mentioning the world title or even having that as like an ambitious goal. He just wanted to be like accepted in a group. Mm-hmm. And then he challenged Roman all of a sudden out of revenge, not because he was obsessed with having the title. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the story, if anything, is more with Jay and Roman, maybe Jay being the guy to like take down the family or obviously Jay and Sammy right now, but I don't, I've never felt like Sammy beating Roman for the title is the story. It just happens to be what they fell into. Here's why I disagree with you, right? Because you're saying Jay and Roman might be, but I think the story is Sammy because he's like the Trojan horse that took off, took took down the family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's the reason that there's dissent. He's the reason that they have any of this kind of heat at this point. Obviously Jay had that thing in the past with Roman where, you know, Roman was clowning him in front of everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and he had to bend the knee. But mm-hmm. I think this is, I think that's the point of the story. It's sort of like if Sammy doesn't weasel his way in and sow all this doubt and, you know, have the family questioning motives of every person in the group, you know, like if that, if Sammy doesn't do it, I don't think there's any, there's no J, I don't think J Roman story ever even is close to being you know, uh, a moneymaker for them, you know, like where I but think Sammy, Sammy, that was never his intentions and he doesn't sure, seem to have sure, that car- plan, like plans that's changed, right? Where, where was his intention to win the tag team title too with Kevin well, Owens? I mean, I don't think that was his, that is either. that's so the, his family is and brother, I guess is Kevin Owens. Right. And ultimately he would go back with his, like his blood, his, why his would him being a tag team guy <laughs> be more valuable to his family than him being the world champion? I just he's never set laid that out as a goal, you know. He's never wanted that. He didn't lay out the tag team as a goal either. Let's be real. He's been a solo guy for five years. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like now he's going to be a tag team champion because they were friends 
Since if he if he came out the sense. next day and said like I came as like a mole or the Trojan horse to take down the family the bloodline, sure. But his whole thing was I just want friends. I want to be accepted by a group. And yeah, they but gave you ever feel spot. betrayal? You know what I mean? Feel betrayal, and then you're like, you know what? Fuck that guy at the top, not the third guy in command. You know what I mean? Like who cares? Mm. You know. And so well, what like, about what about the, whole the thing? king? You don't take down some lieutenant. That's true. But what do you think about the whole thing that like and Duke? You can answer this. Like Sammy not and like his humbleness is is admirable but like even in interviews and whatnot he's he's admitted like i don't know if i'm the guy or Mm -hmm. i don't know if i have that like sort of um you know i guess mystique to carry a company so sammy to me is not that guy he's not the Mm -hmm. guy like the pop would be huge but beyond beyond that it's not like he's not a main event player to me but that's what we talk about all the time that's your thing right the moments you know what i mean like the moment is about as big as they could ask for because mm-hmm. of the build that they've established, you know? So like, yeah, I I don't think he's a top guy. You know what I mean? Like I'm fighting for Sammy <laughs> the last few weeks just because I'm forced into a corner. You know what I mean? I'm fighting for my life out here, but it's just like, I, you know, I don't think he's a top guy, but sometimes <laughs> shit happens. You know what I mean? Barry Horowitz mm. won. You know what I mean? Yeah, but dude, that. how much how much do you want this underdog story? We have Brian, we have Kofi, <laughs> now we have uh, Zami Zane. It's like, yeah, bro, bro, give it a underdog stories. Uh, underdog stories don't get old. You know what I mean? Like uh, it happens. That's true. It's one of the mm-hmm. oldest things, you know. But dude, Kofi beat Brian Danielson. <clears throat> you know, not mm-hmm. John Cena, not Triple H, and then Kofi had a five or six month reign. Truthfully, after the moment. And I do believe in moments in wrestling. Was it no that long? One... He had a five or six month reign. Mm-hmm. Wow. No one really, really, because no one cared. And that's the thing. Yeah. After the pop and after the moment and after the crowd gets what they want, what would it do? Uh, like, let's, you know, with Sammy's, go ahead. You guys have something to say? I was just going to no, say, I mean, maybe the crowd doesn't care. Maybe he's the next big star in the company. You know what I mean? Like, and that's sometimes that's how it goes. You really are in a corner right now because you're really putting your life on the line for Sammy. I got to do it. I got nothing else. (laughs) No, I mean, as far as like the people don't care, I I think that's just wrestling fans overall because I think that, you know, no matter who it is, they all, they're fickle, man. Like they turn on everybody. Like they were booing John Moxley after they were, you know, dick riding him for months. You know what I mean? So like, I think that's anybody in wrestling. Everybody gets old, you know, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. you know, listen, Sammy still had a hell of a moment. Like he was in his hometown, you know, where he grew up like miles away from, like he had a, a big story. Like he had a main event at a WWE premium live event. Like not everybody can say that. Um, and you know, if it ends there, it's still like a big deal. I mean, I think that anybody that, gets into the wwe should want to be the top guy but as you mentioned john like i heard an interview firsthand it's not even like hearsay sammy straight up says like i don't know that i'm the guy i could hold the title for a minute but like Mm -hmm. but if you don't present yourself as the dude then i'm not going to believe you you know and like it is what it is i thought it was a good match it was entertaining and i think that we move on now well, what the thing is, uh, with Sami Zayn coming out tonight on Raw, real quick, I just want to say, like, he brought up his logic with taking down the bloodline with Kevin Owens together. And that's like what he wants. He turned his attention to teaming with KO and he wants an ally to take down the bloodline. Yeah, I and, didn't see that. So I can't. And I can't yeah, no, I, I just wanted to put that out there because it's they'll get there and the crowd will love the moment. 
And Kevin Owens was reluctant and Kevin Owens will be reluctant. And I think the crowd will love mm. the moment of them to coming together. This, this brotherhood finally, you know, yeah. coming together after fighting all these years and taking down the bloodline or whatever and how they'll get there. It'll be interesting. Um, I want to ask you guys, cause I do think Jay has been like the protagonist since day one in this thing. Ever, ever since I've been following this bloodline thing, it seems like he, him dethroning Roman, even more than Cody might make sense, but that's not going to happen. Obviously it, it, you know, it's going to be Cody and Roman, at least for now, that's what it's looking like. Um, what do you guys think now with the idea that, Oh God, the fans are going to turn on Cody. That doesn't seem to be happening. That thankfully the WWE is like handling this pretty well. The fans are playing along pretty well. So overall, what do you guys think now? Are we going to get like, the Cody crowning moment, or are you starting to believe Roman retains? Cause I'm starting to second guess Cody winning and getting this moment this year. Yeah. I'm all about I'm team Roman. Roman, <laughs> Roman. I'm a big, but Roman. like, can, but do you believe you went, he, like, you went from you Sammy it? to Roman in 2.5 seconds? Hey, listen, if, if, if they're not going to do the right thing, they got to do the right thing for business and keep it <laughs> on the champion. <laughs> but can you see it though? Like, do you, do you think it's a shoe when Roman loses? No, no, I don't think it's a shoe in that Roman loses. I've never thought right. it was a shoe in that Roman loses. I, you know, I felt very clear that Cody was going to get the title shot early on, you know, in whatever. But I never was convinced that they were just going to let them go, let this AEW guy come in and beat their top guy. No problem. You know what I mean? So I've always been, I haven't been convinced about that. But, you know, I mean, Cody signed the dotted line with a lot of guarantees, he says. So what are we going to do? <laughs> Give that man his guarantees. So one thing I got to say is I'm glad they so far haven't added Sammy triple threat. And I'm definitely glad they're not splitting the titles because I heard they could do a Sammy night one versus Roman Cody or night two versus Roman. And that's when everybody gets the trophy uh, thing. No, thank you on that. Um, no, but I would like one title. And I Just do think one. that would make Roman look bad. Like how you can't have Roman lose twice back to back. Right. Comes out with no, like it's one thing. No, to you, lose know, you would a, love a, though. A he, he loses it to Sammy night one, but then beats Cody night two. You'd oh, be, yeah, happy I would be that. stoked. I think one. it's lose, lose either way, yeah. you know? Unless he just wins both matches and then that's that. pointless too. You know yeah, what I mean? They might as well yeah, do yeah. that. But right? I, I still, I don't believe that for a second. I 100% believe Cody Rhodes will still win. 100%. Unless. Well, Roman is just going to win, and then The Rock is going to come out, and then we're going to build to that for a oh year. Oh, my God. A year. Dude, I'll puke I could all see over it. my shit. Yeah, you know? Because, like, why? All Listen, over no my offense jeans. to Cody. I know I'm a hater. But if you're thinking in WWE thinking, and they go, we got Cody Rhodes or The Rock to be the guy that mm -hmm. dethrones Roman, or not, right? Like, he doesn't mm -hmm. need to beat the Roman. But whatever the case is, it's like that's uh, – for them, they have to be, like, wishing they could still do that. So unless Cody has like some short run and Roman gets it back by next main uh -oh. when the rocks available yeah. or something, you know what right, I mean? Well, like, I mean, yeah, that's a year and that's yeah. for sure. Like I know like now we're conditioned to think that the champion never loses because of Roman's crazy ass reign. But remember we lived in a time when the fucking title was changing hands twice a month, you know, yeah. like, well, that's so what I, I wanted to say. Absolutely. Yeah, you... could happen. Like Cody wins and then he could lose by whatever SummerSlam, you yeah. know, like, so I wanted to say real quick before we get out of here, like um, we've been critical about the the titles playing hot potato and all that stuff. I was pretty adamant when we started this podcast, Roman is adding credibility. 
I might have been premature, but now it's actually happening. Like, I feel like he's legitimately a credible, long reigning champion who deserves a lot of like praise and a lot of credit. So, with that said, all the uh, Roman packing houses drawing, you know, drawing high as gates. The, the brand is doing it, but I think he's That's adding bullshit. to it. I think he's doing it. I think he's helping. WWE sells. That's bullshit. People, I, people, people aren't going to WWE events to see Roman Reigns. They're going because oh, Raw's coming in March. I'm gonna go because it's Raw. Yeah, but recently they were not. At all. They were not selling out. They weren't actually doing what they're doing. And I think wrestling partly because of him. Pro wrestling is hotter, and you can thank AEW for making WWE hotter too. In a way, I yeah, think it's pro wrestling. I I will not have, believe that if you have Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre at this Elimination Chamber main event, you're not going to have the highest gate in history of the Elimination Chamber. It's still going to sell. Yeah, it's I don't know, John. Right, because every pay per view they do is like it breaks the gates. You know what exactly. I mean? Like it break every pay per view they do. They're like, oh, this is the highest gate we've had here. This is the highest we did. And you know, is it legitimate? Is, like record, is it legitimate yeah, yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. Is amazing. it fucking Vince giving no, people exactly? Like, come on, man. It's a hot. I you mean, said, oh, oh, it's legit. You don't, you don't trust a, a used car salesman, and that's exactly. what is. You know what I mean? It's exactly. like, yeah, he could, he'll tell you that. Dana White does the same shit. This is going to be the biggest fight you've ever seen. The number right. and then the, cover, and, the numbers and come they've out. And been saying mad. that literally every fucking WrestleMania since it started. This is the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Yeah. This is the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Yeah, but bro, this like is the as, biggest... as a holder, like I'm, I am a stockholder, and stock I holder, Excuse your highness. No. I'm sorry. Well, Excuse I'm me. sorry, but listen to their quarterly me, calls, and their their quarterly calls. They're drawing the highest <laughs> gates ever, and it's translating to dollars. And it's yeah, dude. It's every the year is their most profitable year. Every exactly. year for the last ten years has been their most profitable year. On exactly. Record. You know what I'm saying? It's like 2020 year, the was their up. most profitable year in the history of the company. Yeah, it's called well, cutting it's cost. Cool. And fucking WWE raising sells. prices, it's not you yeah, cause raise on, prices, man. you get bigger games. Raising right? prices, you get the pay per views for free now, and they're still having higher. Yeah, not the, higher... That's how gates work, though, right? Gates is the attendance at the building. Oh and... no, I know, I'm saying, but they're yeah. also even with the subscribers, they're these are the most streamed, the most watched. Yeah, hey, game, you know why money. though, John? Because they're on Peacock, and everybody, exactly. I get they're it for accessible, free. dude. You know what I mean? Like I get it for free. Right, you but get it was fifty dollars in two thousand and three, and they didn't make as much money in Elimination Chamber two thousand three as they did in twenty twenty three. For five dollars a month, you can get Peacock. This because they have more subscribers subscribing to a five dollars because, network, of, so you because have... of NBC. Because of NBC. Hey, however it is, I mean they're making. Yeah, money. but you know it's just like, but like you can't say like Roman is drawing it's exactly. Like, well, NBC. I, he I drew think me Roman to watch it. I think, yeah, I do think Roman's like a draw. Like I'm in between both of you. Yeah, like, the story. No, but no, I think the like storyline is making the most, money. Yeah. This is the most compelling storyline in years for sure. Yeah. But like the WWE sells. Like I agree like with you. Mania blame... would sell out either way. Yeah, sure. exactly. And John, like you also it's gotta... like they blame Diesel when remember <laughs> oh business yeah, 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 suck yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, all business. Diesel's fault. Yeah. It's like no. Your fucking products suck. Yeah, yeah. You had nobody on your roster, like, and there's a boom in wrestling now. Wrestling's kind of cool again now, you know. So, and when you minus when you minus all the money that Vince is paying out to all these secret affairs he's having, the numbers today are going to look better because he's (laughs) that won't hit. Yeah, that won't hit the bottom. He's not losing millions. No, that's that's that side cash. Yeah, Yeah, that won't hit the bottom. That's that cash under the mattress. 
Well, I said that uh, it's debatable, but I said this is the most invested I've been in a main event storyline mm-hmm. in like yeah. 20 years. Yeah, and that's just where... got one of your top 10 favorites of your all top time. Two. Yeah, he's about to be top two. With that said, on the way out, I have to ask because um, LeBron just passed Kareem, top of the ladder and all time points. The MJ LeBron debate continues, right? And I was starting to think with the Roman run he's having. Has he overlapped some guys on a goat list for you guys? Like, mm-hmm. I was thinking he's probably past guys like Edge, Sting, Kane, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Throw a few names out there. All-time mm-hmm. goats. Yeah, he passed Kane. There. There you go. Yeah. That's it. He's passed Once Kane. again, though, I think the greatest of Jericho. all time thing is it's subjective. It's just like you said, like... It's like what you like, right? You don't like exactly. the guy. You're not going to say Roman. That's the exactly what it is. Like, and it's it's not. Then you base it on what you know. What do you base it on? Yeah, you I can't mean, that's a whole deny other facts, and you can't deny facts. He's one of the most successful champions in the history of the company. You can't deny facts, you mm-hmm. know. And we're out here giving him his flowers right now, you know. Yeah. Like me and Frank both just said like earlier how much he, he found his thing, you know, like. It's not in ring work. It's storytelling, and he's found it. You know, like this whole bloodline thing has been super compelling, like to people that you know aren't even fans of the guys involved. Like that's that's des- definitely a testament to him. I don't mm-hmm. mean to say like Roman doesn't mean anything, but I just think that when you get into the draw conversation, I think it's nonsense because WWE. Well, yeah, forget the draw conversation. And it was just before you guys were adamant, like Roman Reigns, this title is wishy-washy. It don't mean anything. Time has passed. I was I still, no, I don't think that you don't consider it as like this great title run. Sure. Compared to what, right? Mm -hmm. Like compared to the last 20 years, like when the great Kali had the title and fucking CM Punk had it. Mark Henry. And okay. Name the other 50 guys that had it. Oh, this probably since the year 2000 Kingston and big E, you know, all these classic fucking real great title runs that we're comparing it to like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. It's a great run comparatively. Sure. Is he, is he Hulk Hogan level? Is he a household name? Is he Bret Hart work level? Is he fucking Eddie Guerrero work level? Hell no. Get out of my face well, with that shit. Well, we're just talking about a goat list, I think. Is he um, Flair? Is he Flair? List? Is he Flair, mm-hmm. Cena, Edge, Orton? Like what do you right, like, what do you bait what do you base your goat list on? Because well, Sheamus we has that... a better record, right? Mm-hmm. Does nah, Sheamus have a more impre- really? Cena, King of the Edge, Ring, Royal Orton, Rumble. Cena, Edge, Romans Orton, won the Rumble. Trips. Cena, Edge, Orton, Trips. They all have better resumes and 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 and. So John, let's get. Titles. I wouldn't let's get say to so. The let's get to the bottom line then. You would like to crown Roman? Is that what you would like to do? Take your time. Go ahead. We'll no, when that when that episode comes out, I think we should uh, really give him the proper placement in that top. You maybe you 10, can ten you can of all it. time. Yeah, you can do that. I will since not, the he will, he since will the year two thousand, he's he's got to be up there. I mean, yeah, he's for sure, top, sure. He's, he's yeah, above with Kane. all those Mark Henrys and fucking. He's above Kane. I don't even know John, the guy's what name. What is uh? What's the guy from Three Man Band? I can't remember the guy. Drew that McIntyre, Jinder Mahal. Gender. Yeah, there you go, Mark Henry. Well, then know, what about uh, Daniel Bryan, John Cena? You know, CM Punk. 
You have a lot yeah, of guys. No, no, he's not no. close to them. No. Batista. Daniel Bryan is arguably Maybe he's close to Batista. The, you can make a case that Bryan is the best in ring wrestler ever. Yeah. Mm. Like, again, it's a different list. I'm so done with on the, this. All right. On the way out, um, if Roman wins at WrestleMania, he'll pass Pedro Morales. That's a, a 1,027 days. He would need to hold the title until next WrestleMania to pass Hulk Hogan and then get into the top three with uh of like with, overall days held you mean yeah so bruno obviously not consecutively never but like overall days held no no consecutively because he's at really? 900 hogan? yeah yeah Ho- hogan no. had a yeah 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 hogan had a run did he really yeah he had a 1474 day run Holy that was shit. uh so it was it was a four over four years. Yeah, Hogan's the one I think of like before the obnoxiously long. Yeah, ones. yeah. You know what I, I mean? didn't. Like, I thought that there was like a you know like a little time in there that he lost it. You know, that's yeah. Crazy. He did have like a gap, with the, and then another pretty long run. Yeah, right. Well, that's where there nuts. was a gap. Yeah. Wow. No, but his first run was one thousand four hundred seventy-four days. So Roman would actually need to win the keep the title at Mania, and then a couple months later to beat Hogan. But then uh, he'll never catch Bob back on a Bruno, but. There's a chance he could never pass say Pedro. never, man. Never I never thought never. Wayne Gretzky's all time goals would be beaten, and it might. Yeah. All right. So let's get into our ratings, overall rating for the show. We talked enough about all the matches, the future, the road to WrestleMania. So overall, I'll just start. I feel like with the limited amount of matches and the time they dedicated to each one, storytelling was done right for the final match. Um, they didn't cram a lot in, and that's cool. Attention to detail. I'll go 4.5 out of 10, solely on the shoulders of the main event. It's not a show I'll go back and watch, other than just to probably like see the Roman shit talking. That's my favorite part, mm-hmm. just talking the trash, <laughs> the storytelling, like you said, the TV show type match. 4.5 out of 10 uh, for the show itself, which no. I don't think is terrible, <laughs> believe it or not. WWE standards, you guys, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you guys got? I give it a 6 out of 10. Mm. Based on the Roman match and the enjoyment I had in the men's rum, uh, elimination chamber. And I didn't hate the women's elimination chamber either. There's two matches in between the chambers. We'll never even think about them again. But <laughs> those other ones, it was they were better than I anticipated. I mean, Roman's mm-hmm. and uh, Sammy's was about what I anticipated. They just kept it going. So, yeah, 6 out of 10. I enjoyed the show a little bit more than you guys, I would say. But, uh, you know, not like an all-time classic. I don't know if I'm revisiting it. But for them, I thought it was actually pretty fun. Maybe the expectations were so low that it was good enough. That's true. Duke, what do you got? Yeah, and, like, I think um, the anticipation for this show, like, the last two, honestly, like, I was excited for, you know, Mm -hmm. and I haven't been excited about you know, WWE events for a while. Besides, like, you know, you're always going to get into the Rumble and Mania, sort of, you know, SummerSlam, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I thought that uh, I was definitely excited for this one. Like, I was looking forward to it. Um, Overall, I thought it was, like, slightly above average because of the crowd, because of, like, the main event, the culmination of this awesome storyline that they did. So I gave it a 5.5 out of 10 overall so nice you so you're yeah we're all uh well, your guys are a little higher than me but uh i feel like 
like I said, this was all drama done right. We'll see what happens on the road to WrestleMania. When you've been watching as long as us, I think it's it's hard to be excited, invested, surprised. Wrestling's mm-hmm. definitely on a uptrend right now. We'll talk next week about you know more AEW, the state of that company um, as they build to Revolution. That'll be next week. Uh, for this week, you guys got anything on the way out? All I want to say is um, adrenaline. It's it's in my soul. <laughs> Whoa! <Amen. laughs> Not be, I hope he slips on a banana peel. On the way to the <laughs> ring. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Yo, Frank oh, wants Cody man. to come out and polka dots. I do. I hope, oh, I would love that, actually. That would be so sick. He like, might. would you, you think it, like, it would clown on me, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah they were like, "Oh, you thought you were in a main event? Here's your right. <laughs> They're clown. just gonna yeah. gonna send him out like a like a just circus like monkey. Dead. <laughs> we'll talk oh, more Lord. about Cody next week on the roads to WrestleMania. But this has been fun for the East West Connection. This is no sold. Same Stone Cold time, same Stone Cold channel next week. Same no sold. Time. Same thing. Same no sold channel. And that's the bottom line, because No Sold said so. Peace out.